Welcome to the Thrill Podcast. We're here to entertain, inform, but we'll talk about Digimon. I'm Mark Arundel with Thrill and produce Digimon on Blu-ray. I'm A.R. for the dub voice of Sambari and Goromon, according to Anime Las Vegas. And I am DevQ, and I am a mucus factory. That, at one point, I honestly wasn't sure if you were going to show up, Dev. I'm surprised but you're here. I'm fueled entirely by spite. Dev is here purely because she doesn't know I had a surprise for you guys near the end. A horrible, so. a horrible, it's... horrible surprise. You're assuming Dev makes it to the end. Yeah, she may not. You want to do this at the beginning? Yeah. No, because uh, I guess we can. It's more I'll funny. I'll see how I last. Yeah, we'll see how I last. I, I may save it for the next episode. It's not necessarily Let's... time relevant. It's just more hilarious. Okay. <laughs> when's, we... the ne- when's the next episode? We're having yeah. a two-week hiatus. I-, I would assume in two weeks, honestly. Get rid of whatever news is there so that when Ghost Game pops back for the next-to-last episode, we're cleared out, is what I assume we'll do. You're assuming we'll have a lot to talk about. Oh, yeah. And then, I would say, how's everyone's week been? But I feel like I could guess, Dev, so AR, how has your week been? My week's been good. I started a new thing. I'll get to that at the end. Yeah. Dev, I will go ahead and ask to be polite. <laughs> how is your week going? Uh, that sounds about like yeah, it's doing. about yeah, the tracks. Yeah, that that may also be Dev's review of Ghost Game Episode sixty five, the Black Zone of Death. Hey, accurate. That's the best seek we've ever had. Uh, so remember last week, remember l- last week stuff happened, and we're like, wow, they're really gonna try for the end. It makes us happy that they're gonna try. They aren't just doing this normal ghost game thing, and that was a nice one week before we're back to functionally exactly a ghost game episode. They advanced the plot. They did. They did, just not in a fulfilling way, which is amazing considering how much happens. Yeah, like a lot of stuff happens in this episode, and I will give it credit for that. Like, they could have absolutely done nothing. Yeah, like, okay, so we start with a view over a city without power, and oddly, they give Espimon, like, the hero framing, which I don't think they intended. I think they were like, I think they just, like, had him step in, and then Erdramon's also there, because the, the beginning of the episode falls into the trap of, hey, you remember this character, they're gonna stand here and do nothing. Yep. People running around the hospital, the kids sitting there, Terrymon's complaining about not being able to see properly, and falls over as Hiro- Hokto realizes him. And th- and he introduces himself, as you'd expect, as Hokto's assistant, and Hokto does not seem to agree with this assessment. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is my stalker. The, yeah, the, was, yeah, the, was, ex- the I was just marveling over that they got Awitata again. Yeah, the explanation seemed to roughly be Terrymon just decided he was Hokto's assistant, and Hokto just has not stopped him from following him. It just put on a lab coat, said, here, and then, I'm gonna help. And then blessed them for taking away any mystery immediately by having Mummy Mon staying there checking out Hokto. Like, he's completely normal in every way. There's nothing wrong with him from his time in the digital world. If that means we can talk about Hokuto less, I'm for it. Yeah, and Gamamon's <laughs> happy. And then, this is where, like, I honestly, I'm confused at how many people have been excited after figuring this out the last few weeks because it's been there since the first episode. Is he's wearing Hokto's sleeve? Hey, give the people that figure that out credit because they didn't figure out anything else in this show, so that, they get that, one. 
wow, so I'm going to be the nice one this week, huh? <laughs> and then Hero's like, I have a bunch of questions. And then Terriermon sort of explains the black stain appearing on people. It makes things black, and it makes them roar. And then everyone stops and goes, ah, like Dagomon last week. At least the Dagomon, the way Dagomon went out became circle. They guess they did circle back to that at least because yeah. although, if they didn't, I would have been mad. Although interestingly, do they not really clarify the frame? They don't really clarify the framing of how Hokto and Terriermon got there. Hokto basically said he was sent home. Yep, that's it. Yeah. They didn't yep. actually clarify what sent home means in this context. Did he decide to come home and he was sent, or did something do it? It seems they like they're. Really it does seem like something is eating everybody. That's out what of I. The world. But here's the thing: that's against the framing of what we were told the last episode, which is that something told people to leave, and they found portals and left that happened to be there. How it's doing that, we're not sure. Hawk, sometimes it's a the, com- compulsion. Sometimes it's a you out. Maybe. And then jelly. Do you like how the framing of like the depression? Ninety nine percent of it they give to Jellymon, who looks vaguely humanish, so they can be lazy with it. Like they just have her like being all in a fetal position. I mean, even in the episode before that, Jellymon did seem the most. No, that's what I mean. By like they're using Je- they're using Jellymon as the conduit because since she's humanish, they can have her do something that most people recognize as yeah. emotional pain. I mean, I like it when Digimon have emotional reactions yes. to stuff, so I'm just okay. Oh no, with I all do too. I, and then we get lots of we get lots of unhelpful cameos from characters who are just sitting there, so that we can all go. I remember them from episode five. Like they don't that's, do anything. That's impressive. That you, that's impressive that you remember them. Half of those, I was like, um, I think they were in the show at some you, point. That was my reaction to most of them. Something or other. Minus stuff like Kinkakumon. Which is unique no, that enough. Was, that was one of them. Was like, um, yeah, you were in here somewhere. And then they have the only relevant recurring Digimon say something. Clockmon wants to find a gate and go figure out what's going on. Go and, for it. And at some point in all these scenes, I don't think I wrote it down. Um, his Ryumon is somewhere there, not doing anything, minus standing there. He's just yeah, no. Do you remember? Oh, Udamon was one of the earlier. He was with um Airdramon, I think. Kind of the pretending to be a sentry or whatever. No, I think they showed him late. Place. I think they showed him a bit after Airdramon, like in a separate scene. Do you remember this... what? Do you remember when everyone was like, "Man, I wonder what relevant thing Ryudamon will have to do in this show." It's like, nope, nope no, nothing. nope, no. And then Gamamon Esimon sleeps, and we finally get the awaited return of the Millenniumon Crystal, which just floats there, does nothing, and Heroes just kind of staring at it for no reason. And hey, look, it's Bakuman. Hey, it's a nap. It's a paperweight. Yes. Didn't I say that? And then, and but also then, a nightlight. And then they've already dealt with the power the next day. They've put stuff up on old systems, analog communications. So digital stuff's fried. Analog works fine. Kiyoshiro gets a hold of Emma, who's freaking out. We get a few words, so she counts as a relevant cameo. I think she got a few words, didn't she? No, no, yeah. She, yeah, she had words. It was a that was sort of a yeah. this is a global thing, not just a yeah. Tokyo isolated and, thing. That oh, was oh a, yeah, she's, was a, she's that was a worthwhile yes. few seconds. Yeah, her few seconds that were worthwhile. It's why I forgot that she actually did talk. Is she says something relevant and they move on quickly? That at this point, people can just see the digital. They can't really hide them anymore at this point. Yeah, it's just not was, possible. Fucking everywhere. Yeah, that was efficient. And then we get the moment. 
everyone's been waiting for. The kids are like, we need you to call Black Tailmon. And Haku's like, that's not relevant. We can open a gate on our own. In fact, you've been able to do it the whole time with the Digivices. You always that's, could. It's actually interesting that Hokuto doesn't. I, I couldn't tell if he doesn't want to contact Black Tailmon or he can't contact well, Black Well, the other interesting... Either way, either way, I'm kind of interested well, in that. So, I think it was more they wanted to contact Black Tailmon specifically to get a gate. They didn't want anything oh, yeah, okay. from Black Tailmon. And like, yeah, you don't need to. Yeah, Hokuto's just like, not only can you do it on your own, the person who explained this to me was Black Tailmon. And then this oh, is how sure. did it do charades? Yes, yeah, that's not how did you and not then, die horribly? And then we get either one of the best parts of the episode or one of the worst, based on that the show has not dealt with this ever, and it was relatively minor after moving on for a moment. Kiyoshiro points out they can't go to the digital world. Bokumon warned them about what would happen and how can Hokto be okay? And Hokto's like, oh. That whole explosion thing that Hero found, that had nothing to do with going to Digital World. I set the Digivice wrong, so it pulled some shit with me. And Pokemon actually knew all this, as Pokemon explains. Pokemon knew the kids would try to go to the Digital World to help as soon as they could. It was too early. They wouldn't be safe. He knew their time would come. And it's like, so, oh, wow. Like, this oh, yeah, we just lie to children. So this is interesting, because a lot of people were pissed off that this was like a late retcon, and... One, I mean, no, if you're really no, having we, a problem we with knew, that, the problem we was We knew from the beginning that Hakcho made it to the digital world and it's fine. That was reiterated. Yeah. The yeah. only issue with this is, is it was not anything that was relevant enough to the show to be a reveal like this that we're supposed to care about. Yeah, like I completely forgot this happened. Somebody actually in another Discord went and watched that episode and Pokemon's body language, it was actually pretty clear that he was lying about that. Yeah. Well, the problem is, is we didn't know Pokemon at the time. He's kind of yeah. a squirrely, uncomfortable character from where we know him from Frontier. So we don't even mm-hmm. know if that's his body language or if that's just Pokemon. Because yeah, he wasn't he just, around long enough. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, all yeah. that, that, was, that pro- information, if people were relying on that, shouldn't have been relying on that. It was... He no, see here's, necessarily... see, here's the thing. I think it's fair to trust Pokemon based on the framing we were given and the fact that he wasn't around long enough to even give the idea that there may be an issue outside of that we know somehow Hokuto made it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. This is where the show should have given us framing. That, that's why this is either great or terrible based no, on I'm how you say, do it. I'm saying, I'm saying somebody watched the episode and they did actually give the framing. No one noticed no, it. No, no. I'm saying that with the, the character of Pokemon. Having him act squirrely and nervous does not necessarily come across as an issue because that is the Bokomon everyone knows. They did not, not show even... they did not show us this Bokomon enough to tell to say that he should not be an uncomfortable character. All of this is kind of irrelevant to me because what they really should have done was, was, be, was not worry yeah. not worry about this restriction at all and just had the kids well here's not the want to go well so here's the other issue they give you a reason that they can't go to the digital world which is fair enough why? I disagree no, with that no 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 I'm saying fair enough I'm saying why at no point in the show do they have the ability to actually do it as far as they know and also they don't have the desire to there is no point at any at any point in the no, series but that's what I'm, where the no, kids actually wanted to go no, to the digital but that's world. What I'm so saying. all of that is irrelevant. No, but that's what I'm saying. None of it's relevant to keep them from going when even, even ignoring the desire, at what point could they have gone if they'd wanted to? Yeah. There was never a point in the show where they were 
close enough to a gate or had any reason to jump in or that Bokumon's warning meant anything is what I'm saying. Yeah. So I think that all of the issues people have with this sudden revelation, it's all kind of pointless. Yeah. I, I still would have liked have Pokemon there a bit longer and show us that he's not a nervous character. Give us a reason to think that he's lying to the kids. I would just not have mentioned it at all. Oh, I wouldn't either. Honestly. I'm saying that's the plot they were going to do. They could have just done it better. Is what yeah, I think it was an artificial restriction when yeah. you can just actually trust the kid's agency to not yes. go in. And then here's where the show's about to trip again. Hero's like, the time is now, which I would. And then Ruli's like, yeah, I could find what I've been looking for all this time, which has definitely been mentioned more than twice. Oh, God. The whole, <laughs> the whole like, Ruli with... Anue and stuff that has not been that has not really been part of the show really? since like episode has, two or three. Has she been really bored with all of this? I mean, how many times did she nearly die? In, fa- in fact, in fact, the, she's been bored. Anytime she's been bored is because she doesn't want to deal with Digimon. She wants to find non-Digimon stuff to deal with. So going to the digital world does not solve her core issue. Did she, how 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 much did she yawn when her friend got hit by a truck? And then to get more confusing, this whole speech means nothing because without actually clarifying it, apparently the digivices aren't working either. Which is str- yeah, which is which is, which is which is a strange thing for the show to do for one reason. Digital technology works. It's just the network connections aren't working. Once power is up, yeah, phones and stuff are turning on, they just aren't connecting. The digivices, as far as we've seen, are all self-contained things. This all, all of this feels like it's meant to be important, but it's not it's, done. Well, it's just sort of like okay, the kids are about to go into the digital world for the first time. We have, we have to make it, it a feels big to-do. compulsory that they need to have this. That they all need to have a speech about what they're going and in insta- for, and, insta- and they need to have some. They need to have some something pushing back, yes. preventing them from getting in. It all feels like essential Digimon except and doesn't, it doesn't feel really it does it not feels work. really yeah it feels really out of Because like here. it's like okay how can we open it when our magical watches which should be working from what we know aren't and then Kuzahamon just appears like I can do it motherfuckers and it's like okay, <laughs> okay so she's like I can and then the actual explanation is convoluted bullshit. Oh yeah totally. you heard you heard the explanation as to how this will work, right? Kuzahamon no. will Magical use her something, Ku, Ku, something. No, okay. Kuzahamon will use her magic to create a space where digital technology will still work. And then they can use the digivices to open a gate. She's not actually teleporting them. She's using she's making it so digital technology will work, even though that apparently the reason digital technology is not working is because everything is broken on both worlds. Are you sure she just didn't have Ken's D3? That's probably yeah. the best explanation. So then they have to stop against Hawktoke and go like, you guys can't be in full winter gear. No one changes their clothes except Ruli, by the way. <laughs> so weird. Like It's like, no, we need you in the uh, starter outfits from the clip art. Yes. And then Yeah. Yeah, and the it Digimon and the Digimon oh. all prep by evolving to adult rather than an actual helpful level. Yeah, it's a that whole transition is weird. And then they use the digivice to make a gate. They go while Kuzumahan's holding on. But that was, that was the yeah. They that was again according to Digimon script is to have that hero shot. Yes. And then Terrymon and Hakto jump, and it closes before they can get in. Kuzumahan apologizes because 
it's I think it's the old guy's fault for not being more spry. And yeah. Hawktoe's like, yeah. we need juice. And when he opens the door, uh, the fuck up clubs behind and falls in. And God. then and then what they want to do is they want up with was that really Kotaro that was like, why is he hanging out with Rudy? Yes. Like, did he not yeah. know that they no, were friends by like, now? Uh, he's been with them before, which is the weird thing. Yeah. That's, and then, I, I was very confused and then to by get that. E- and then to get even stranger, when he sees them, the framing they want is Hokto smiles and has an idea to help. But the animation and acting didn't come across like that. So it's almost it's like... like the e- to murder those children. Yes, it's almost like the evil boss just tricked everyone when I'm 99% sure the intention was that he has a plan. Yeah, I thought uh, that's the that's the impression I got was that he yes, had a plan. But they did not like, but like the animation and noise came more across like Frieza behind someone going coo, 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 coo. A part of me is like I hope they do cut away to them being useful, but at the same time them being useful is really no. weird for the show. See, here's show. here's the thing. If they're useful, you know exactly how they're going to be useful, right? Hero and the others will pop out in the last episode, and they will be there with their watches and partners, who will all be Digimon we've met before. That's a possibility, yeah. And oh, he 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 found my Crackmon vicious mode, and they're friends again. Mm-hmm. Can't you just like? Yeah. Can't you just like, hear look at this cat? I mean, I I I, I kind of. I mean, I said that 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 was going to be like the, and, the and, ending. Is they all and have? Then, oh oh now. wait, there's extra budget, so we get one sad triumphant violin song as everyone stands up together to show us that there can be peace as they beat the shit out of come on (laughs) and then uh and then here are the others are surprised hawk didn't make it and they're like yes compiler force this is an important location that was mentioned five minutes ago but it's Hmm. all black with pink lines and they hear compiler forest you know from the lore yes and then, because every and because the ghost game kids are stupid, not one of them goes weird, black with pink lines, just like the weird evil dude who keeps showing up. Yeah, and this then, isn't related this is, at all. And then I know it's not That's a like, I know it's not a mushroom. I know it's meant to be like the Rafflesi plant that she's based yeah. on. I call them mushrooms because that's what they they look like mushrooms to me. They remind me of what's that one fucking Pokemon? The poison one. Bioplume. Yes. Yeah, vile plume. Yes. Every time I saw yeah. one of these, I'm just it's like, I'm, I'm just like, it's, I'm just like, it's a motherfucking Pokemon. And Kyushiro launch, and then we get a corrupted Brachymon attacking them, and then Tess is like, that shouldn't be violent. And oh look, it's also a Kuakamon because we this- needed this cameo right when they had entered the digital world. Everything from this point on is such a distraction. At the same time, I love when they enter the digital world this way. They just get in and immediately are overwhelmed by everything. But not only that, there's not even like half a second of, we're in the digital world. It's like, oh shit, stuff's wrong. And then Kiyoshiro's coughing up purple. And then the audience goes, we're finally going to deal with Galoose. And then then that... I'm uh, okay with they didn't. And then... They're like, oh, there's a Kokabu Terramon village up ahead. We can get clues, we can get water. Kiyoshiro's hacking out his lung, and most people aren't noticing. And apparently they somehow crushed all their water, which is very strange. Like, did they... Like, if you're going somewhere, you think, like, you'd have just an extra bottle in a random place no, or something. You know what? No, I'm... I'm... 
I love it when they arrive to the digital world and in a second everything goes to shit. That is my favorite way to go into. And the they go to world find they shows. go to find water. Tesla's following him. <laughs> everything just is complete chaos in an instant. He's all, is, he's I love it. I love it. This all, is the best. He, he's all purple now, and a mushroom blasts Tesla in the face. Just. <laughs> And Nothing then, goes well. And then Kiyoshiro walks great. up to Ruli he's like, I feel great. I found water. Me and Tesla will show you where the water is. And Beto's like, huh, weird. Tesla's hand is all purple and looks wrong. But she said she's fine. So I'm sure she is. And they all go to find this water that Kiyoshiro found. Kiyoshiro shoves Ruli in. Sambare gets her away, sort of, but not really. And then Hero Battle. And the hero of all, Hover Espion, run after hearing her yell. We get so, Kiyoshiro's all purple and mushroomy. We see the rest go mushroomy also. And then, hey, look, it's a corroded Raflesimon. And the important thing to be clear here is this. She's infected by Gloose. None of this shit happening. It has to do with infections and purple and black. Has anything to do with Gloose. Yep, this is the corrosion that everyone's speaking about that's infecting the whole world. The cor- No, the corrosion is Galoose. What I'm saying is anything she is doing is not Galoose. They've given it's- us an identical plot to the main plot. Um, I it's not Galoose, but it's there's like the whole world is no, my impression. But I'm saying but I'm saying what me. she's doing is something specific to her. Her infecting others is not like oh, yeah, a Galoose yeah. thing. Yeah, is what I mean. Like I, she's she's, she's corroded and yeah. she's corroded and she has all this cool yeah. stuff that she can use. Yeah, to her that's what I mean. It's just yeah, it's okay. just it's yeah. just odd that we're jumping into dealing with a plot that has to do with things being infected, which they which they did it's, most of the setup for last yeah. week. It's almost in the sense that the Digimon they chose for this is a little too on the nose. Yes, because the because problem she is, has these specific abilities that are perfect for yeah, if that, she went dark like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is, is they kind of break the plot because up until she stops and explains what her deal is, all of this could ha- could be like the Galoose plot. I See, I'm still separating the Galoose plot from the Corrosion like obviously they're related in some fashion. Oh no, I assume I that associated, is. I associated with the corrosion. So I know what I'm. What I'm saying is, is like for example, the the screenshot image. But I'm. I, I follow what, this. Okay. What I'm saying what is I'm like saying. the screenshot images of like the corrupted Kiyoshiro. Anyone would have logically gone, "Oh, Galoose somehow infects him," oh, and that has nothing that. to do with it. I mean, these kids get infected. Every he just week, did some so. bad shrooms. That's true. Yeah, and then. She sucks up the mushroom flowers to get more life. And then I was like, oh, they're going to go to Kano Weissman. And then I was like, wait, this evolution scene seems a bit long. Oh, it's serious. Yeah, Mon. no, they're going it's double up there, which is fine. Yeah. Like, I'm sick of when they go straight to Kano Weissman. It's like this. Yeah, no, just go to Sirius. And then Sirius Mon tries to get everyone out of her while avoiding blast. Hero We're and Hover Aspimon get infected. And then Hero, st- as everything's going to shit and they're about to die, Hero's like, Fleecimon, are you the one sending people to the human world? Well, hey, hero, and, she, and she's just on. like, she's just like, I have no idea what the what? fuck you're talking about. Serious, just being an asshole for shits and giggles. Serious mon's all alone. Hero. He's infected. He knows he's the same. Actually, stop for a second there. Why would Hero think? It's weird that everyone they seem to have this assumption that whoever's sending everyone to the digital world is a bad guy. 
Which I don't understand, because if the world is getting corroded beyond repair, wouldn't sending everybody to well, no, someplace no, safer... I, no, I'm saying in Hero in hero asking, is he actually asking under the assumption she's evil or that she's just doing it? I, I, don't, I don't think the framing way. from Hero is evil. I think he's just asking for asking's sake. I, I'm well, just say, I'm just saying that no. as she's trying to kill him and about to do it, maybe that's not the moment to ask. Is all I'm saying. I'm not I saying just that, he, think that. I just think there's no reason to consider her as a suspect either way. To be fair, the only clue they have is that it's a Digimon that can infect other Digimon and darken them, and we've just seen this happen to Kiyoshiro and others. But I don't. But that's that. That's caught. That's the deal with the corrosion. That's not necessarily what's pushing people out of the world. No, that might be the, a different. No, place entirely. because as far as they know, it's the same thing. Because whatever caused the corrosion is what seems to be affecting the digital world in the first place, and it also looks like what happened to Dagomon. Right, but by, I'm saying by, what I'm saying is by, what I'm saying by visu- by visual cues. These are all the same things as yes, far as I'm Kiro's saying, concerned. But I'm saying that might that doesn't seem like that's what's compelling people out of the world. Okay, but here's the thing: think about how sp- stupid these fucking kids are. As far as the show's been, the fact that he is the fact that he's without saying the fact that I mean, he's, we're, we're arguing it. That's winding us to the same point that Hero's I know, being an idiot here. I know, but that he, he Hero has not been able to rub sticks together when he goes camping. That he's been able to like somehow logic stuff together. Should we should be impressed? The problem is, is we're not, and Sirismon's all alone, and he starts to be infected, and then he stops and he goes, "I need to save everyone, but how?" And then we get black eyes open on the side of him, talking to him. I can save everyone if you just yeah. let. If you just let me, you got to protect everyone, right, Sirismon? I sh- like this. I like this too, but it gets more confusing later. So, yeah. so I she, wonder what that voice is. Yeah, so she taunts him about hallucinating. Sirismon's eyes go black now. She infects him. He mushrooms. She absorbs him. She's very happy about all this. She also points out he shouldn't be that powerful. And then she starts to get pained, and she basically, like, bleeds out to black dust. The mushrooms eject. Everyone's fine. And here's where it goes stupid. Everything that happened, as far as Sirismon's concerned, he did it. He had a plan. That's how it works. But he also admits that he heard some sort of voice. Yeah. But he... but, But... it's very odd because, like, you get the framing of him knowing something was ha- trying to help him or claiming to, but he also thinks he did everything himself. And interestingly, this is, I think, the first time Gamamon has any inkling of Galus. Yeah, which is, I, which is an interesting development. I mean, yeah. it's an appropriate development because it's going to happen yeah. next episode, presumably. Yeah. <laughs> But, but but yeah, it's interesting because no, I was it was it's sort of like maybe I guess you could take away at your the best explanation you can give for this is that Sirius Mon is kind of under the impression like okay, there's something going on within me. No, maybe he doesn't know that. He to... thinks he just heard a voice. He doesn't know where that voice uh, is. I have to think that was with it that he sensed that in his head. No, I don't think he did. I think he just heard a voice. And was like, oh, where's that from? I don't think we got any specific mention that he knew that it was the, something in him. I think he just thought he heard dish, a voice. 
I don't know. The visual framing had me convinced that he thought it was in his head. No, see, the visual fra- the visual framing to me was to tell the audience that yes, he actually is hearing Galus. He's not like imagining something. He's actually being talked to, and you know they give his eyes the black and everything. I I don't know if Sirius Mon is supposed to actually know that the voice is theoretically him. It. It makes it clicks a little better if he does believe it's within. Okay, his head. but but okay, but that just means that I'm right because nothing in Ghostscape goes for the path that makes the most sense. I'm trying to be nice here. I, I, here's the thing: I tried being nice earlier. You decide. You decide. You just give up. I try to make I try to make these connections in a way that is most beneficial to the writers, which is not always yeah. they don't always deserve it, but I try my best. <laughs> and then. Everyone's fine. Everyone's kind of confused and sticky. First, can we point out that they waste the first anime appearance of Kokabu Terimon by having him just on his back like, <laughs> like his mouth's yeah. open, like he's all fucked up. And then we see Sabergemon, and the the first thing I said in my head when I saw this was, it's going to be him. And then the next scene, yes, yes, it is. It's a Saber yeah. John. No, you assholes again. It was actually I was surprised. Like I didn't catch that they went that they went back. Yeah, the, there was the gate at the end of the episode. Oh, that's right. Okay, they those were like the only ones that actually did go back home, right? Uh, a few others did. Those were the only two where the framing was actually important to the story that they went back. Because like, oh, exa- like, like for example, Sister Mon Seals probably go karting around this whole fucking thing. <laughs> God, why couldn't she show up? Hey, don't. There's two episodes left. There's somewhat, we could see a blue shell fly out of nowhere. Yes, please. Then they head in the cloud, which is apparently the only place not infected CL's, at this point. Seal's color, color is blue. And then we get a hexagon island sitting in the sky, crystals floating in midair, everything's damaged. The voice is apparently here, and then Battle stops here, and everyone seems bothered, and out walks. It's like, oh, someone evil's gonna walk out of it. It's Bloom Lord Mon, Bloom Lord who's Mon. literally like, none <laughs> shall pass. Okay, that's yeah. um. And Hero Study Files is Reflessimon. <laughs> this is what that was. I'm not sure how how I like that. How much I like that ending compared to Angoramon being puffy. Yes, and then. This it's weird. Like it is. Come on, at least Blue Mordmont should have gave us a haiku or something. He he said a Lord of the Rings quote that sort of counts. He didn't say the exact quote, but close enough. But then, like, it's weird. The story is moving forward finally, but the episode itself is so basic ghost skin that's very unfulfilling. It's it's unfulfilling for the third to last episode. As far yes. as, as like 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 here's the thing: if this, if this were ten or fifteen episodes ago, I think we'd all be quite happy with it. Oh, absolutely. The problem is, it's, if, if this is if this was the start of a like a, arc, a ten episode yes. story arc, this would be yes. a great episode. Yes, not not where we're like, oh, there's forty two minutes left. At the same time, I did appreciate the the just the utter chaos of the Raflesimon fight. Like just the like, welcome to the digital world. Let's just absolutely wreck you. I'm I'm good with that. Like even uh, though it wasn't that productive, like it's it's a nice welcome to the digital world. Even though I think with I mean, so I think with not, so little left, it not it's, it being so unproductive and normal is not. You're not. I don't want to say not good because that's not quite right. It's just so empty. You're not wrong, 
But also, it's like, there's only so much they really need to accomplish in the last two episodes that I'm still okay with stopping for a little bit and going, you know what, let's 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 toss them around a little bit, properly introduce okay, them to the condition the of the Here, digital world. Here's the thing, they don't properly introduce them, they fight a plant again, and then the end of the episode ends with them beginning to fight a plant again. Yeah, that's a, yeah, I don't love that, but... It's, it's, I'm okay with introducing the digital world this way. Like, obviously it would have been better if it was part of a longer arc, but yeah. it's not like they had a whole lot of better things they could be doing right now, We're which is amazing, but I, I mean, he, you're not, I mean, you're not wrong that for like this, ep- I, I gave this episode a B. That's which, very, the, that's is, very kind. It, it's. Not when it's the third to last episode. Like this is when they should be cranking out Ace constantly. No, but like, that's every what other series. Like, like is, every it, other series, like at this point of the series, is just banging out. Like, A's. like if this were ten episodes ago and this happened, this was the first Digital World episode, and you said B, I would say I agree. I think no, because of where this is, it is w- inherently worse because this is not okay. They get to Digital World and they have a setup battle. This is ding, ding, ding. We're done. Yeah, I at some point that's. I just think about what else they need to do, and I don't see. But much that, but that, but that, but that, but that in time. itself is a problem because literally all there is to do at this point is to beat up Galus. That's it. There is nothing else. Yeah, so why not toss them around a little bit? That's my argument. <laughs> I, I I enjoyed the the near death experience here. Now, as much as I enjoy all the other ones yeah, in Ghost I'm, Game. Yeah. Yay for children's suffering! I, I think for where the sh- it is, I just I can't be that kind to it as far as score, especially somehow with the end of the episode basically ending exactly where they were in the middle. They've arrived at the digital world, they've landed, and now there's a plant thing in front of them. This happened 15 minutes ago. Plants are assholes. The, the yeah. Bloom Lord Lamont thing was. I mean, plants are assholes has basically been the theme of Ghost Game. So it, it's, it's yeah, a, Bloom Lord Mon was certainly a choice. It's like it's like, look, we know they're taking random inspiration from horror films, but someone watched too much Evil Dead and Little Shop of Horrors before working on this. Okay, when they dub, I lit it when and if they dub Ghost Game, I want Riflesimon literally to just be feed me, Seymour, feed me. I literally just want it to be Little Shop of Horrors. Just please. Would you? I mean, would you have been more satisfied had been Seraphimon or something? Seraphimon, no. I think I'm trying to. I'm so, just one of the one of the like angelic ones. I want to be, you know, actually, actually, you've just actually hit the nail on the head better than I could. Something to show that the world has gone wrong, outside of yeah. just outside of just the ground being black. That's bad enough. But actually, have it be some Digimon. Because here's the thing: the framing of the Digimon is is it does kill people to live. Yeah. Instead, have it yeah. be some Digimon that should absolutely not be doing crazy stuff. So that Angoramon can actually have a relevant line in the episode and go, this doesn't make any sense. This Digimon should not be doing this. That's not even the right color. Something's going on. Yeah, it, it would be a... Because when we get the explanation... Something that, something that should be a vaccine yes. type. When we get the explanation of, of her in the episode, it's literally, oh, she eats people so she can live longer. Okay, she's not doing anything that isn't on the box. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's just being like I'm, a bitch about like it. I'm not sure. Just being, she's just being a little bit extra. Yeah, I'm not sure it needs to be an angel, but give us someone that when Angormon gives that speech about who they are, it doesn't make any sense that they'd be doing evil stuff. It, it's oh my like, god! What? 
High Andromon would have been great. That would have been neat. But yeah, it's it's or like Digimon. it's like what they functionally did was it's exci- it's exciting because it's a Digimon who hasn't been in animation. What they basically did was was they land and they go, it's Dundevimon. How could he be evil? <laughs> That's basically what they did. Was they gave us a Digimon who is neat because they have not been in the anime before, but the actual framing they give us is this person just eats people. And also, it does. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't help that it's Raphaelimon's first real appearance. Yeah. So, and then it's like we don't really have anything anywhere to go with yeah. her. Like, and, okay, that's. And that's then the cast. Let Let's do the least relevant cameo first. I'm shocked that they even brought him in. Brockimon was played by Volcano. <laughs> Yay! It just he just popped into the studio Recur- for ten minutes, recurring the character that he played in Adventure Twenty Twenty. <laughs> We stand Volcano yeah. Oda. And then Oi Tada is Terry Manjashu. The I, I was so, not expecting that. So here's the thing. I joked I was about this hoping, la- I was I, hoping so for it. I but... joked about this last week. Do you know why I was joking about this last week? She doesn't do voice acting anymore. Oh, wow. She shows up for like she'll show up for special events for stuff she played. Like if they do a cowboy bebop stage event, she'll show up and do a few lines of that. But she does not like she does not try out and do roles for anime because she has a big singing career. She does not do anime anymore. Has anyone has anyone other than her voiced a Terriermon in the show? I think so. Let, one second, let me check. She was in she was in Zero Two, the Zero Two movie. She was uh, in Tamers. Actually, Where, it looks like no. It looks like they also she cameoed uh, in New Century as Terriermon also. Wow. Well, to be fair, my understanding was they were paying a lot for people in New Century, like yeah, yeah, and and also and also in that case, it's not like it was a new version. They sort of just played it as Terriermon, as far as I know. But yeah, Mm -hmm. so yeah, Oitada. Oitada. Do you know what the last anime role Oitada played was? Oh God, she was Terriermon and Lotmon and Tamers. That was when she retired. That's when, really? that, that's when she retired wow. from doing... And here's the thing. You have to remember. Basically, the role she's known for is those. She's Edward in Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. I think... Dev, are you still alive? Vaguely. Okay. Yeah, basically, she basically decided she wants to focus on her music career, doing anime, tryouts, and all that. Just is too much time for what she wants to do. Yeah. So she would still show up for special events and everything. Mm-hmm. So her being terrible and, like, and it's not like there's a whole lot of lines here. No. Like this was seriously a no. And she and she's always been, and she's always been clear. She loves playing Terrymon and Lotmon. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it's sort of like in, in English how Paul St. Peter is absolutely does not want anyone else to do Leomon or Wormon. Yes. <laughs> yes. Except in this case, she actually left the industry. She does not do yeah, anime yeah. anymore. Um, then Rafflesimon is Akino Watanabe. This is her first Digimon appearance. Although when you hear some of her roles, it like fits. Are you ready? Yes. And this is one she's one where like the credits are so fucking long, I had to go like ten or whatever and uh Hitch on Attack on Titan, Joe and Burst Angel, Sherry and Magical Index, Valetta and Code Geass, she's Goin' Free, Konami and Godanner, Midnight and My Hero Academia. Liz and Soul Eater. She's Witch Hunter Robin. Oh, okay. Uh, she's, I, I she, understand. Yeah, she's Rose in various Street Fighter games. And I ready for some dub over content. She did dub overs for Glee. 
the nineties lost. Ooh, the, who was she in Glee? I, I, one sec, let me check. I didn't uh, write this. Is imp- this is important? Okay, g- me. give me a minute. Give me a minute. I will look it up. Uh, okay, give me a minute. I'm looking it up right now. Glee. If, okay, uh, she's got some patterns here okay, going on. I okay, okay, okay. To be clear, I did not watch Glee, so I don't know. Like the I can Becky we'll Jackson. What was that? Becky Jackson. Oh, oh, that's not the okay. That was, um, um, I think that's the girl with uh, Down syndrome. Yeah. Interesting. Um, she in the '90s Lost in Space movie. She was Penny Robinson. Okay. Which was that Lacey Chabert? Was it? Oh, I, I think it was. I didn't. I, I, that that series that movie completely missed. That me, that's so. the one with Joey from Friends, if I'm not mistaken. I saw it like once or twice when if someone jo- had it on okay. like, in the background. If Joey from Friends and Lacey Chabert are in that, I'm kind of curious. One sec, like, I one, feel like one, I need to watch a clip okay, on one, YouTube Okay, one, one second. I have to pull it up. Okay, okay. Are you ready for the cast of not? This is the dumbest side trip we've ever done. Are you ready for the cast of 90s Lost in Space? Because I'm looking at the cast list, and it's hilarious from beginning to end. Are you ready? Uh-huh. William Hurt. Mimi Rogers. What? Heather Graham. Okay, it was like the first two. I'm wait, like, which version of Lost in Space? Wait, is? wait, we're not done. Uh, Lacey Chabert. I'm skipping the next one because there is someone much more famous with the name, so confused. Matt LeBlanc. Okay. Gary Oldman. Mm-hmm. Uh Mark Goodard. I don't know who that is. Yeah, it's just like it's just like a but bunch. I've heard, of, I've, I've heard of all the others. It's just a bunch. Of very famous people who are in a movie no one saw that imploded. I know. Like, literally, Dr. Smith is Gary Oldman. That is... That's perfect casting in a movie that's not... Yeah, that's... Yeah, like, like the entire cast, reading through it, it's like, I understand 90% of this cast, and I remember watching, and I remember the movie, and I remember no relevance of it minus the spider shit at the end. Yeah, I didn't remember any of this movie, and now I feel like I need to watch some clips on YouTube. I'm not watching the whole movie. No, but it's terrible. I need okay. to see some of these okay. scenes. Okay, we have, we have two more roles for her. Are you ready? Yeah, go for it. She was the Pink Ranger in Power Rangers Mystic Force in the dub for Japan. And, okay. And are you ready for the last okay. one? In Into the Spider-Verse, she was Doc Ock. Oh, that is perfect. What? Yeah. And then, and then for the last role... Bloom Lord Bond, which we only get a cameo of. This is here's the problem: the casting sets up Bloom Lord Bond much more than the show can pay off. It's Shuichi Ikeda, who's one of the biggest voice actors there is. Oh no! He's Akai in Detective Conan, Char in Gundam, along with various other roles in Gundam, Gilbert and wow. Seed Destiny. Basically, any character who's pseudo Char, he's him. He shanks in One Piece. Jeez. Masayoshi in Persona 5. Uh, he's the oh. he's the parody of Harlock in Project A Co. Captain Napolite. I never said Napolapolita. Mm-hmm. And are you ready for dub- dubbed over contents? Fucking good here. Are you ready? Yes. Wait, yes. Sure wait, wait, wait. I have to lean back for this. Because there's a, okay, first, he very often dubs over Jet Li and Charlie Sheen. Okay. He okay. dubbed he, in various Iron Man movies. He dubbed over Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. He was Kunta Kinte in Roots. He did, dubbed he dubbed over okay. the, he dubbed okay. over the lead in Streets of Fire, and literally so much I just went I have to stop because it will not end. If I linked you, 
any page of his credits, you would just go, what the fuck? It does not stop, period. Wall of text. Yes. Like, here's the thing. His Wikipedia one only lists major roles, and I'm linking it to AR and Dev right now. It does not list his minor roles. When you click the page and scroll down, you will see what I mean. He looks like Japanese Shatner. <laughs> yes, he does. And these are only larger roles, remember? <laughs> it, it's like, damn. oh, he's Marluxia in the Kingdom Hearts games. Goddamn. It, it, it is literally just like fucking every, everyone, often the big hero or villain behind the hero or villain. Yeah, somehow uh, that we were talking about him being yeeted off a cliff in the first five minutes. Yes. next episode. And that, and I don't the, think that's. I somehow don't think that's going to happen. To be fair, they had one of the greatest anime villains, and he only said three lines in the episode. Eyes when they had Eismon in Ghost Game, that's one of the but, greatest yeah. villain. And he all because and yeah. I say and I say this like with no joke. If he said too much, he would have overshadowed the episode. You can't have Frieza there saying a bunch without like distracting the audience. But yes, I have to imagine they did not get Shuichi Akeda to have him go, I shall battle you, and then he just gets yeeted off by Sirius Mon. That, that would be, be funny, so though. So much fun. Yeah, and then next week... Especially if he was just, like, going, I just imagine him in the studio, he, and he's just, like, walking he like, out for something. Like, here, come here. At, come least here like, if they, at least if they eat him off in the five minutes, can they have him do, like, the char dissolve and, and all? Yes. And then... <laughs> that would be... I would be okay with that. And next week, we do not have an episode, because it's a hiatus. And then the week after, we do not have an episode, because it's a hiatus. An episode. That was a fun, that was a fun surprise, because I was talking about that with someone the, the day or two before we found out. Because we were talking about... So we gotta about, hang on Bloom Lord Mon for three weeks. Because, and, and it was being talked about, was that, generally, they had had two marathons, but because of COVID, one or the other would end up delayed, or made into, like, a specialty do a marathon yourself online event. This is the first time that they've actually had both at the same time since um, right before 2020 started. Kidaro had a two-week hiatus before its finale because of the same thing. Mm. Because this is a... Both of these are yearly events. We've just avoided them because every single one has had one of them delayed or canceled because of COVID. Yeah. So we've just missed that this has been a thing because the last time it existed was weeks before Digimon started on TV again. <laughs> so we just had no relevance to it. So yeah. So cuz one is the Tokyo Marathon, the other is the Nagoya Women's Marathon which last year was the time when Ghost Game had was supposed to have a one week hiatus because the other one had been made into like an online do your own marathon event. And then that ended up being like a month and a half hiatus because of the Toei hack. Yeah. 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 And then we only found this out, like, because technically speaking, they have not, I don't ha know if they've announced that there's a two-week hiatus yet. We just know because of V-Jump. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Which also tells us the finale on March 26th. I thought I, I, thought I saw a thing. Th there may have been something a day or two ago, but by that point, since we already knew. Yeah. Yeah. And the episode title is The All-Consumer. Or as I had... I thought I'd done a more poor job translating that. I'd done The One Who Consumes All. We will see what they pick. That was much better than the original thing I came up with because apparently they use odd framing. So some, so the original translations were all, it eats a lot, and stuff like that. Nom, 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 nom. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
Hmm. Yeah. And um, since a lot of people are not accepting it, yes, Ghost Game is over. This is not like, it's not, oh, there's going to be a hiatus and then they're going to announce season two. This is the end. Season two is exactly two episodes long. Sorry. Yes. You get a two week break in between season one and two. You get Dev dying in the background. Wouldn't it be hilarious if they had a new opening for these last two episodes? You say that, but then it's just going to be Break the Chain. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good song. Oh, it's a great song. But I will say this for the last for the last two episodes. If Break the Chain was the new evolution for the the new evolution for the last two episodes, I love it. Yeah, I will say this. I would love them to use different parts of this the theme song for the last two episodes, or do something to change it up. Just for the I end, mean, we're we're still owed the uh, the obligatory final battle where they play faction because they always play the opening oh, in the last. But, in one of the oh last no, battles, no, they had them, they had them in a studio a month or two ago. They secretly recorded an acoustic version for the final battle, where Galus and Gamamon become friends and learn that they can share chocolate. Faction, the slow jam. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then moving on from that. It's the third anniversary of Kizuna. It more like two and a half years for most of us. It is yeah. weird to think like when that movie was announced, we didn't know what it was. We were just getting off multiple years of try at Mon. And it's like, we don't know what this is, but the franchise will continue. And before the movie came out, shit went nuts. And it's only starting to slow down at all right now. Yeah. It is amazing to think what, like, because not directly because of the movie, because they already greenlit that shit when Try was happening. Like, yeah. just just how much the franchise, sh- like, two months before the movie came out, we did not know we were getting a show. We did not know we were getting a card game. They, think about how much shit has changed. Like, it is so much insane. Shit, all the shit. Yeah. And then, somehow, the news gets stupider. We... I'm pretty sure me and AR had the exact same. In fact, I didn't even write about this at first. I was like, oh, this is stupid. I'll deal with this later. Because most people are going to figure out what this is. It's like, oh, people are not going to figure out what this is. I probably should write something sooner rather yeah. than later. Because so, I uh, I had already done the research to show what was wrong with it. Yeah. So I saw this on a Facebook in a Facebook yeah. group. And they, I mean, it was just mostly like, look at all these Digimon guests. And I posted, I replied to that. I'm like, Wesin Gammon? Yeah. I had and the, the moderator and the moderator for that. I'm gonna call them out because they replied, it's like, yeah, Wesin Gammon, it's a character in Ghost Game. Yeah. My first, so, first off, I'm like, how first off, how dare you? Second so, off. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let me explain from my perspective what happened. Cause I, I like I know AR has some idea what it was. Yeah. I saw it go up, like right when it went up. I do some quick research. I'm like, okay, this is nothing. Can we actually I, explain what this is? Uh, this let, is let, 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 okay. me tell, let me tell, let me tell the story first because it's stupid. Okay. I do my research and I go, I know where this, the mistakes were made. This isn't important because there's nothing to come out of this. I'm in the middle of doing work. I will do this when I break because there's, there's always stuff to write on Saturday. I know exactly when certain things are going to happen. A few minutes before that first thing happens, <laughs> Actually, more like half an hour, I think. AR posts something, and I post some, not not like me, but like some snitty comment, like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then 
I look at the clock. I'm like, oh, it's about time. I and then I'm like, more people know. So I'm like, I should probably explain this because I've already done yeah. it. And it is yeah. they put up advertising tweets about the biggest Digimon cast reunion thing ever at Anime Las Vegas, and like a nice poster and with very clear people. i was immediately skeptical oh yeah yeah ar was skeptical ar just and i was too busy to explain i had already actually done the footwork to yeah. explain like what was broke you the, already the, dismissed the, this yeah, the only one that we weren't sure of was david vincent might have been machine Dramon. he could have been uh, uncredited in some game or something he later clarified you know there's also i suppose was oh did Machine Ramon acted in the head of BA in the I headlines in the reboot? I yeah. Well, but here's the thing. I, here's the thing. I dub, but here's the thing. He's clarified. He's never played him. Oh yeah, yeah. By now. Yeah. And here's the thing. My footwork said because most people don't know. There's a way in Google that you can say these phrases have to appear on a page together to show me a result. Mm-hmm. And if someone's trying to find a cast really quickly, so here's what's likely what happened. A social media, their social media manager does little skits and stuff. If you check their Twitter, very go-getter energy person. So they, so they probably went, okay, what can we do to market? Okay, most people would know Brian B. Cox Takato if they know Digimon. Zeno Robinson, he, everyone knows at this point he's going to be Ty. Who else do we have who's been in Digimon? Yeah. So if you do that for a search, where it only pulls up things, if you search for David Vincent Machine Shaman, you actually do get a result at a voice acting wiki, where they say the voice of Machine Shaman in Digimon Adventure is David Vincent Patrick Guerri, and mm-hmm. and David Chewy Guerri was Machine Shaman in Adventure. But he, as far as I know, I think that's like his full formal name. He doesn't use Vincent in acting at all. Yeah. So. So someone you also you also can tell that this is what happened because like if you think about all the roles that Michael Sorge has played in Dizzy Digimon, Zudomon's not the first one no. that comes to mind. Z- Zudomon Yeah, Zudomon's just the one that would be first on a list, frankly. Or last on a list if we're going alphabetically. True. Um and then if you do the same type of search for Brian Drummond in Digimon, you find exactly one page. It's a fan cast. That says, oh, it's going to be on Disney+. Plus. It's going to be recorded at this studio. And Brian Drummond plays Wesen Gamamon and only Wesen Gamamon. He does not play any of the other Gamamons according to this fan cast. Yeah. Which is, wa- um... which, which is why it would say Wesen Gamamon instead of Gamamon or Galoose or in a more interesting choice. You would hope that the Gamamon actor would play everybody. Yes. And in fact, that's how they generally cast Digimon nowadays. They... Yeah. Don't do the voice, 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 unless it's. I mean, an old I don't cast. know. We don't have a. We don't have a. Do we have a cast list for the? We have a cast list for the reboot. I yet. believe. I want to say Diskin said he was playing the evolutions. Yes, he. Ha- yes, Diskin is playing the evolutions, but we don't know if that's universal. I. I. I assume that's going to be universal, minus for special ones. Yeah, Patamon like actress it, might be. We'll see. It, it's anyway. a, okay. Fair, that's that. That's actually a really good point. But yes. So and Brian Drummond. I've seen some people argue that Brian Drummond's wording is unclear. It's more that I don't think he has any clue what the fuck Digimon even is outside what's, of the yeah. Show. What's Digimon? His, his response. <laughs> his response is 
ignoring the first part, I will be at Anime Las Vegas, but not as part mm-hmm. of this cast. I don't think he realizes yeah. this is multiple shows. Yeah. I think yeah. he thinks this is like, Digimon is one show, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. And Brian and, Drummond, he's a Vancouver guy, isn't he? Yes. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Well, here's why this gained traction. Toei actually has done a few dubs that they've produced themselves up at Ocean Group. Oh. Which is okay. Canada with Brian Drummond. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, like our favorite punching bag world triggers, actually, an Ocean Group show. And, oh God. and the Dragon Quest dub is Ocean Group. And We're that find a way to mention World Trigger on every show, aren't we? To be fair, it's actually relevant this time. It's not a joke. But yes, that's why people are like, oh, Toei's just doing another dub at the Ocean Group. It, it makes sense, even though, as far as we can tell, this mm-hmm. is literally just a social media manager yeah, being a bit overzealous. Is... Yeah. I mean, that's been pretty well confirmed by now. Yeah. Hey, I won't complain if if three, four years from now they're like, let's let Brian Drummond try out Gamamon. I don't I know. I don't would, know if he has a good Gamamon, though. To be honest, I, I'm skeptical that he would have a good Gamamon. I think he would have a good Galoose, but I don't think he I think could he have a good Galoose. Yeah, he could totally do Galoose, but yeah. yeah. So uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'm 99.999 Infinity Tilde symbol that we are not going to be. This is not a thing, yeah. basically. No, this is not a thing. I'm also looking at this Jameson Price list as Anjaman. Like, what is that? Try maybe? Uh, th- he might have done. A, I think he might have done Anjaman and Try, but he's again. There are bigger roles for him. There's significant. He actually is the Anjaman actor for stuff at the moment, but he is better because um, my brain froze on who was before. Um, brain froze on name. Oh, same. Mine has mine did too. Eh. A person who plays Andromon. Brain froze. Uh, wow, my brain completely Dave, froze. Uh, Dave, Dave Mallow. Mallow. Uh, I believe Mallow has retired due to health reasons. Yeah, and he retired. Like, I, we have, he retired. We par- he retired partway through Try. Mm-hmm. So he was Andromon in like parts one, one and yeah. two. But I, like, I remember that. But like starting with three, it's Jamieson Price who. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, Jameson Price. Jameson Price is like Oi and Henry's dad. And... See, here, here's the thing. I think for marketing posters, you actually probably would use Anjaman, though, honestly, even if that's not like the real you're one. Not, to use. Yeah, you're not wrong, but. It, it, it's like, I think like for Digimon fans, it'd be Oi it'd be Samson. Mm, yeah. Maybe use the frontier. Maybe use the front. I uh, Seraphimon, I guess. So he does kind of fit into that. Like, I didn't even know he was Seraphimon in Frontier. I think he was. Huh. Wasn't he was Seraphimon huh. in Frontier? I... I'm pretty sure. One second, Seraphimon. Uh, let's see. Shadow was Darren Norris, of course. Yeah, Jameson Price was the normal Seraphimon. Oh, I didn't know that. So, okay. which which is probably how they bounced he... him into it because he already to played. Be fair, it. He... To be fair, he died after one episode. Yeah. When doesn't he though? And then well, we kind of hung around for a little bit. So th- this was like the weekend of like nondescript news. Cause then in the booklet they gave away at the fan meetup, like a little tiny thing, Digimon adventure, English dub coming spring, 2023. That's it. There's no details past that. We, we don't, we don't yeah. know. Like, are they going to announce it's on Toonami? Is it just going to be thrown up on Hoopla? Like Dragon Quest was. I think they had to say something that it was coming. See here, see here's the thing. A lot of people mock 
the potential of it going up on Hoopla. I actually think that's great if they did. Yeah, I, it's this isn't the place for a big press release announcement, and clearly no, I know, they didn't but, want but to make I'm, that yet. But they had to say something like saying coming soon would be really weird. Yeah, but I'm but, but I'm saying like for people being able to watch it, there is no better choice than Hoopla. I'm not saying it's the best choice. I'm saying I mean, for we'll, range, we'll we'll break down the we'll break down how attractive it is when they actually announce it. Yeah. Uh, there, there is nothing easier than someone just getting a library card and getting access to shit. I have a library card. Yeah, and you can go watch cool. Dra- and you can go watch Dragon Quest right now if your library gets stuff from Hoopla. There we go. And in fact, do you know who's in the Dragon Quest dub? Yeah, it, Brian Drummond. I believe he is. Yes. <laughs> in fact, in fact, I need to check which one would be funniest. In fact, I think he might be the guy who wears green. That's specific. One second. Varon. What color is Varon? Oh my god. Varon, it, yeah. it is the guy who wears green, I think. <laughs> oh my god. Yep, Brian Drummond is in Dragon Quest. Confirmed. Oh, the, problem, the problem is that's one of those names they've reused, so he's either green or he's an old guy in red. I don't know which. Green. Either either way, I mean, either maybe, way. It's maybe he's both maybe he's both Wesson and Badel. <laughs> <laughs> and then, be- because the nondescript had to continue the booklet from Digimon Fan Meetup to be even more confusing, it tells us the be- Digimon Adventure O to the beginning is coming in 2023. We can s- we we can stop theorizing unless you turn the page to where it gives the history of the anime and it says it's undecided when the movie will come out. Uh, that page is certainly interesting to look at. Yeah, they that, made some. That, made, that page, that whole page. So everyone just look at that page sometime. They made some choices. That page. That page is a mishmash of Japanese term, dub terms, English terms that only get used in Southeast Asia, along with various spelling oddities and other just random mistakes. It's very cursed. Yeah, it would also help. Like, here's the thing. There's also a few things that it needs clarify that they don't clarify well enough. Like, I'm not the hugest X Evolution fan. I, I'm not going to hide that. It needs more than just TV. That does not. Yeah. It How needs many episodes. It, it needs TV, movie, or special. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, God bless Bandai for ignoring that. Like Cross Wars is English and is used in products that they sell. Yeah. They still yeah. stick to Fusion Battle, which interestingly. Like then they use Fusion Battle two and Fusion Battle three. There's no space. And, yeah. and meanwhile, like they use Fusion Battle, but Savers stays Savers, and it's not Data yeah, Squad. Yeah, it's weird. But it's, then, but then also, like, but then, like the fourth movie, they called the Revenge of Diaboromon. Uh, yeah, I've heard that one before. That's, I have, but but I'm saying like, that's the, but that's like a dub term in a chart that mostly is using. Japanese or translated terms like fusion battle is what they translate cross wars to for their marketing purposes. Explosion of Digimon Express. Yes. (laughs) Or, or the war of the adventures. Yes. And I like how they just, I love how they fucking gave up on movie three. Like if you look at movie one, two, four, five, six, whatever, it's just the show titled and the movie title. This one is Digimon Adventure 02, Line Break, Movie, The Golden Digimentals. We are giving up on trying to deal with that title. I mean, it's better than acknowledging the term Hurricane Touchdown. I'll give them that. Yes. So, see, here's the thing. (laughs) I, I, I I honestly think the plan 
probably was to launch it in 2023, but they never announced it. And I honestly think 2024 is far more tempting. It's don't take this as gospel is what it boils down to. It, It boils down to that. At some point, this book was finalized and, they probably were in the middle of deciding plans because because yeah. uh, here's the thing there actually is plenty of time still if they want to do it in 2023 but they actually yeah. have to announce it rather soon if they're really gonna like if, burn that marketing engine like they because if they were absolutely intent on releasing it in 23 then i feel like it would have had a little more content in digimon con so here's the thing. I we can actually guess it that's math using Kazuna. We know exactly when the marketing machine for Kazuna first started to actually chug the wheels. Do you remember when that was? Not, Not at, at all. all. July 4th weekend 2019. Because I was in oh, the room right. because yeah. I was in the room when they announced the title and they showed off the first four, like the first real trailer and they gave God, real that information. The first time that, was that the first time they announced the name Kazuna? Yes. In fact, oh, I re- I remember because they had the uh, the big booth thing with the art of Tai and Agumon holding hands, and it was the gray um, like just Digimon Adventure the movie one. And after they announced it, when I went back down there, they had like a thing, like a board stuck to it with the orange logo with the title. Mm. Like mm-hmm. felt like they like they like they three M stripped that thing to it. That's how I remember. That's when they announced the title because they actually stuck a thing on there partway through the the con. So if they want it this year, they need to do it soon. Yeah, the next couple months basically. So we'll see. There is a question about this we'll get to a little later. Yes. I do have a little more to say on it, but we'll, we'll, I don't, we'll, I, we'll circle I, back to that. I don't remember that question. I was about to go check it, and I realized I have to ch- change cards. Next orders out on Steam and PC to acclaims of, wow, that's it, huh? Yep, that's next order. Are, are, are you ready for the best part? Let, let's ignore... Well, first, let's go over some of the weird technical weird shit before we get to my favorite one. So the best one is, is it looks like if you're in the U.S., you get to switch between U.S. and Japanese audio. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah. So, so this actually used to be a thing. It's not as common anymore. Uh, most of the copies that aren't would be the same copies as Europe, where there's more languages. Mm-hmm. So the, the, often European games like on PS2 or PS3 would strip out the Japanese because they have to put in other audio tracks and shit. It appears this time they just yeah. stripped it out, so it's what it is. Mm-hmm. So good luck there. Two, it appears the PC version, I don't know if they didn't update the Unity or whatever, it won't go past 1920 by 1200. Oh. Um, um, and uh, people seem to love the run. Like, remember how I said that could be the type of thing that completely changes the game for people? Mm-hmm. It actually appears that may be true. Like it seems to make it a lot more fun based on what I've seen. Running, running in our in any sort of RPG setting is way more fun. Yes, especially since Just, if you especially since if you watch a clip at how slow like characters I, move in that game. Like I said, I I've been playing Mario RPG. Good God, that run button uh, yeah. constantly. Yeah. And then, are you ready for the favorite technical thing that I saw come up? What did I say was the stupidest thing about Cyber Sleuth when they ported it to the Switch? Do you remember? I, nope. Not at all. They forgot to program in any compatibility with the Switch Asleep mode. So if you pause, so oh, so if you yeah. pause the game and put the Switch to sleep while the game was open, so, the game would take that as live game time. 
That was my PlayStation version did that too, though. I don't think it did, did it? Yeah. Mine totally did that. I'd go to sleep and everybody's on the farm in baby level. I'd come back and they're all ready to grow up. Well, it happens on Next Order too, and I'm under the impression <laughs> that might have killed Digimon for some people. Rest in peace. I said under the impression. I don't know if it has, but of some wording, some people well, are quite upset about losing stuff. Well, I won't get it for the Switch anyway, so... Yeah. I w- I, the price has gotten very close to what I would buy it for on PC. I've seen it from... 100%, you know, like places that are actually reliable and you can be sure you're not getting a bootleg key that will get pulled, uh, $40. Okay. That's close. Uh, like, if it hits 35 or 32 I'll just ju- I'll just get it. Yeah. yeah. That's about where I'd probably do it. I would hope they at least, like, fix it so you can do higher resolution graphics because that can make the game look better, even on lower resolution screens. Hmm. And I've heard the game actually runs decently on some stuff. So hooray, and it's then better. And then um, when the game launched, we got a neat little photo with uh, producer Takahira Yokata and Agumon. Did you see the Agumon countdowns they were doing? No. Yeah. The Agumon I, mascot I did see suit. Some of them, yeah. The Agumon mascot suit every day was holding a placard with the days to go. And then when the game came out, did you see what the end of the countdown was? Bandai accidentally lost access to the Japanese Digimon Games account. <laughs> they, they, ha- they have it. Ba- they have it back now. But they were actually tweeting from the Bandai Games account, like uh, Digimon Games is currently un- unaccessible. We will tweet from here. And then, like oh. yesterday, they got it back. I thought I remember. I thought I didn't. I was surprised that there was no zero because I. I think that was one one I don't follow, but I do follow. The uh, I think one, so no. I the no the, the launch photos the the producer with Agumon. Yeah. I didn't see that one. uh, It's such a good photo. Although I love how, like, they don't have the game. It's like they're holding, like, a cardboard cutout of the the key art. And Agumon's, like, Agumon's, like, sitting down. It's great. It's just like, I cannot see shit in this suit. Yeah. And then, uh, Gumon would have much trouble playing the game on this one. And then, to be confusing, they announced Digimon VR stuff. Yeah, fuck that, not paying attention to that bullshit. Uh, I didn't realize this was something newsworthy. It's, this popped up on my feed. And I'm so like, it was it, it was news it was newsworthy beca- not because of this. If it was just the screening itself, I might have ignored it. There's some relevant stuff. During the screening, they had a new interview with uh, Hiromi Seki, and part the reason why they did these screenings apparently was because um, they did a, a VR reproduction of Toei's old studio building. So I think the idea was that in VR you can walk around their old studios, which isn't there anymore. They moved from it years ago. Like they rebuilt it using the blueprints and everything. So like their way to celebrate was they were showing a few shows and having Hiromi Seki do talks and everything. So you're saying we can explore it in the digital world. And and also it was not geo-locked, but no one has clarified that if you went to it from outside of Japan, do you get subs? Is there a dub? How did, or is it just, yeah. My guess would be it's just the Japanese. That's what I would assume. But like the VR chat account, like the account for the VR thing that does this was tweeting about it in English and everything. Like Hmm. the English equivalent accounts. So are they sending people there to watch raw anime and then have them immediately leave? And then we get card stuff. I'd do it if I was on VR Oh, I would. A lot of people wouldn't though. And I wouldn't be on VR chat in the first place. 
Yeah, so that's, first the, up, that's the sticking so point for, for me. Yeah, first up, we get the uh, box topper cards for Booster Set 13. It is six of the Savers cards. Very nice framing and color backgrounds, I have to say, on these. These are my favorite. These are my favorite kind of tamer cards, the full ones. Yeah. Yes. I like when they just reuse the art from the normal ones, but they frame them so much better. And we get more bot. It's like, oh, they did these nice full body art and only gave us belly button up. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, then we have the clean parallel cards, which those were some of them. And we also got the playmat. And I had to bring back the old chest out of, oh, they compressed it too much. I have to denoise it to make it look half to make it look. It's not as bad as like that one ghost game one where like lines were broken and shit, but still. But it wasn't great. And then I'm shocked how many people. This is like when I saw this, I'm like, oh, some people are gonna be really happy if it ends up being this. And then a bunch of people were just like super fucking like depressing, like, well, it's not gonna be that. It's probably Beelzebub on blast mode. It's like, Matt, how about you have some hope and fun for a little bit? It looks like the name of Booster Set 14 is Blast Ace. There's very little in the franchise that can actually refer to if it's referring to anything. Right. I think it would be neat to see the weird little Digimon that only ever appeared for five seconds in a V-Pet. Like, here's the thing. If this refers to anything, I don't know what Blast Ace could refer to outside of that. And I see Allison in the chat freaking out because she's the one... The only thing that comes up is Digimon World 3, personally. Yeah. Uh, Allison in the chat who's freaking out is the person who tracked down all the sprites and shared them a month or two ago. She was the one who tracked down all the ones that had gone missing over the years from people not screenshotting them. So yeah, so she's freaking out over the possibility of it. Here's the thing. Is it going to be it? Who knows? I'd say enjoy the fun while you can for a few months and I can enjoy... Sorry, go ahead. And then we'll all be surprised when it turns out that every card is Blast Mod. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then I can enjoy not doing card updates for a bit, two or three times a day. <laughs> yeah. So this set is in June. We will see what it ends up being. I like AR's idea that every card, no matter who it is, just has the character interacting with Blastmon. We had Oops All Shoutmons a while ago. I could do Oops All Blastmons too. And then the final card, the secret rare, is the new Digimon Ultra Blastmon. And it's just Blastmon with a hat. Yes. Blast, Blastmon, Blast yeah. mode. Yes. Um, and then they announced how to get that three-year anniversary Magnamon card. I love that they're giving away 333 of them. That is the stupidest. <laughs> it's the third anniversary. We're just going to give something that has three as every digit. It's the threeest. Yes. And the way they're doing that is, is you go to a card game event in Japan, they give you a lottery code, and you enter that online for every code you get. Uh, Fun Digica, unboxed cards. Card Battle did a match, and that was it for cards this week. The 25th anniversary book is out. Uh, I will say some good marketing photos of that right when it was launching. I need to acquire the thing. uh, I I think mine is a day or two away. I would hope inside of some nice dry dock with the wet weather around here at the moment. You've got more snow than I do. Yes. How does uh, that feel, huh? It's right. not Thursday, so we haven't gotten, we didn't get blasted today. But right now, I'm looking at the cup of ice water on my desk and two fans going. So, 
it was definitely cooler earlier, though, at the moment it's warmed up, especially with door closed for recording, computer warming up a bit from doing all the encoding. Yeah, it's it's actually 33. It actually rained today, which is weird for February yeah. up here. Let, let's see what the temperature is right now in super cold uh, Southern California. 46. Wow, that's nothing to brag about. Oh, no, I'm being facetious. I'm literally sipping ice water in between us talking. Um, yeah, I, I will say, the sticker sheet's better than I expected. Yeah, especially because I've seen the sticker sheets in a bunch of the old uh, V-Pet books. As I recall, weren't yeah, those stickers horrible half- quality? Yes, and half the time they're missing, because for the most part, I usually get used books. Yeah, that's what I... Well, yeah. And then... We have the music box. The images, the image of the kids from the end of Frontier, like we all guessed and did not want. Yep, we all we all dreaded it, but we all predicted I, it. Okay, I will say this. The actual music box itself looks rather good. Oh yeah, no, it looks fine. You, you got the, the you got the spirit good. symbols on the inside, the silhouettes of the kids on the outside. The Digimon Frontier text looks nothing like any logo or anything, but looks cursive to look fancy. You get the black box. And I ain't paying $250 for that. Yeah, hell no. I'm sure someone will, but it's not going to be us. And then a new... I mean, di- those those numbers on there only have trip three digits, so... Yeah. And then, although I do like how they're doing the music box now better than they did before, pre-orders are open for a month. Once it opens, if you get a pre-order in, in that time, you will get one, period. But there's a note, it might take a while because they have to make them in batches. Yeah, but if you get an order, and you will get it. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, that's better than what happened the first the first time Digimon Partners did a reprint of the old Adventure Music Box. It was gone in like fifteen minutes, and like people were honestly upset, and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna fix this." And that's when they came up with that idea for the music box. Orders open for a month. If you get an like, order, just in, let us give done. you your money. Yes, and then new Digimon Journal. We get Shine Greymon Burst Mode. We get Machine, we get Mugenjimon, and Mummymon. I like the art. Although I will say, in seeing descriptions from people, uh, people, you need better descriptors. I saw one, one, I think someone messaged me on Twitter after this went up. I, I love the excitement, but you need to give me more information. They said, I really like how the wings look in that one image for Shine Greymon Burst Mode. And I looked at it and I was like, I don't know which one they're talking about, but if I had to guess, it's the third one. You would think. Because, like, the fourth one, you can't really fully see them. And the first two, they look fine, but they're kind of just there. It has to be the third one, I think. I 100%... The other one that stands out. Yeah. yeah. I, I, will, I will 100% listen to anything you guys want to tell me about, like, liking this sort of art, which is because it's great to hear about. I need more than just, I like the wigs. I, I need an image number or something, please. Because I actually do like responding. I just don't know how to respond when my response is going to be, I don't know what image you're fucking talking about. Art pretty. Yeah. Uh, Mummy Mon, uh, I like the second one because we don't see that one quite as much. No. Yeah. That's a... Although I love how somehow his head is in the same fucking pose as in the profile art. Like, the profile art, like, even though he's, like, fully yeah. armed up, he has, like, the, the weird mummy chin-up pose. The second yeah. one, he's, like, doing kung fu, he's swinging, and his head's in the same pose. 
how I'm giving get, my head to keep feel like I, dripping down. I feel like you need to get a protractor out now and <laughs> compare the age to see if they're the same. <laughs> and Mugen Jermon is Mugen Jermon. I I wish I had more to say. The problem is is Mugen Jermon shows up so much as just being there. I don't know what to say at this point. Oh, I I know what to say. Okay, wait, wait. Look at the third image of Mugen Jermon. Do you see it? Yes. Yes. He shot my paw. Firing. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna say that's a really big... big I I missed that entirely, AR. That's a really big nerf cannon. <laughs> hey, the second image has even bigger nerf cannons. Actually, no, the second are, one. No, the are, second ones are nerf darts. No, the second ones are. Do you remember every toy that had missiles? It had like the curved front. Yes. Look yeah. at the blast. Yeah, GI Joes, look, at, yeah. look, look at the blast. <laughs> it's, a, it's a GI Joe figure. Yes. And then in the zoom in, we get to see the gorgeous detail on Mugen Jamon and Mummy Mon. In those hyper zoom ins, we get to see like shading details on Shine Graham on burst mode, and Dev just gets to sit there and seethe. Just look at how expressive. And then, and then in something we don't have much to talk about because we've talked about before, the second part of Evolution Vote Volume Two is up, and this time there's some birds and there's some yeah. This it really is strange. It's really strange how uninteresting this lineup seems compared to the first one. Like, I look at the child row, and I'm like, okay, who, no joking, who would I actually pick? And I honestly don't, I guess, Pamumon? And then I look at the adult row, and who's the best one there? It's Belistamon. I look at the perfect row, who's the best one here? It's probably Alter Belistamon. I look at yeah, Ultimate. I like Belistamon. I look at Ultimate, who's the best one here? Maybe Bancho Stingmon? Although I'm pretty sure I would go with Bancho Lilymon. I would go with Bancho Lilymon. Always go with Bancho Lilymon. Although it feels unfair to be doing this right now, because someone just got a boost. Look at the first ultimate slot. He just got a cool. Oh, he he just got a cool end of episode moment that will not be followed up on properly. Was it really cool though? In theory, it was cool. Was supposed to be cool. Look, Char showed up, he said something, none of us remember what it was, and then he's gonna fight Amuro Ray in the next episode, which now that I ironically I closed that tab to the next one and Sirius Mon popped up I'm like, yeah, that kinda he does said, look like a Gundam. He said in a very dramatic voice, You will not get by me. And then he said something about new types. I oh, I'm disappointed now. They should have had Bloom Lord Mon painted red. And so then, it could be three times faster. Exactly. I like how you don't even watch Gundam and you knew that. <laughs> and then we have the poll results from the second part of the reference book. So this, in the second half, the winner was Sirius Mon to very little shock. And no one, else even, no one else even came close. I will say, I like how well Shin Monzemon did, though, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. He's a fun design. He hung in there. And then uh, Pablomon certainly showed up. Although, I will say this. This is where you can see where, like, hardcore fans saying how cool something is alone means something means absolutely nothing. A lot of hardcore fans talked about how cool Bombermon was. Was that before or after we actually saw Bombermon? Before and after, actually. Okay, because I thought when we saw the sprite, it looked promising, and then I saw the actual thing, and like, eh. To to be fair, Zanmetsumon actually was higher than I expected. 
It felt like Zan Metsuman would be really low because he's super disappointing because people kept expecting him to show up. Oh, yeah. And for some reason, mm-hmm. people love Gilly Duman. Because he's baby. And then, after part two, they gave us the results of everything combined, and the winner was Sirius Mon, to no one's surprise. The top five here are shockingly exactly what you'd expect. Sirius yep. Mon, Fighter Mode Black, Galus Galamon, Kano Weissmon, and Shine Gravy Mon Rune Mon. There's, yeah. I will yeah. say, I... I will say Siri, uh, Sister Mon CL Awakened had a good showing. Mm-hmm. Pluto Mon was much... I, I figured someone would try to group together to have Pluto Mon show up high. People always try to, like, pump up Pluto Mon. really try to give some love to the Olympus 12, but... No one gives a shit. <laughs> and then, at the bottom, we get Junomon Hysteric Mode. I'm trying to see where Junomon actually charted, because... Junomon didn't do terribly. She didn't do great. Publamon uh, is about where you'd Chombomon is about where you'd expect. I'm trying they to They all say, ate shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just looking like I'm surprised I'm surprised Blanc and Noir is so low. God, they've just you you've dear voters, you've just given Bandai an excuse to keep ignoring Noir in the US. The important thing is Espimon only got one percent. To be fair, higher than I would have expected. There's there is some interesting ones here though. Like I, fire mode black for basically just being a repaint that they give better teeth to after 25 years. <laughs> like that's basically all fire mode black is. It's like we'll change his teeth and we painted a third eye on him, and now he's second place out of the Digimon from last year. And then, uh, they did a new clip selection. This time it's all the evolutions. Oh, of okay. main, of important characters. And hover. I love how it's like it's literally like it's the it's the evolution scenes of all the main all the important characters. characters and Espimon. Yeah, but here's the thing: they show the ultimates, and then they have Hover Espimon in a little circle, like they forgot to put him in, and they're including him to be nice. Espimon threatened yeah. to sue. Yeah. So then, these we're gonna go through quickly. Various photos people put up from the fan meetup, like Kenji Wadnabe. Various people went there. Kenji Wadnabe seemed very surprised. California was cold. Which isn't wrong, but still. It's, yeah. like, it's like, you're going to go to beautiful Los Angeles to meet fans at the LA Convention Center. California Los Angeles are world-renowned for their temperate climate, and also it's fucking hailing and snowing it's and shit. still February. Yeah. Um, the actual setup from the photos everyone posted was very nice. They had a little shop the first two days. Of yeah, for sure. Various premium Bandai stuff. Um, I... They, they, oh, I think they only announced the second person doing autographs near the end. Uh, it's Kobayashi, who's the chief designer at Plex. He was in charge of the art direction for Atmon, the Pendulum Z, all the Vital Bracelet stuff, and Digimon Seekers. Yeah. Um, I was the glad gu- they worked a lot of Seekers into this. Yeah. The guidebook stuff. Uh, the guidebook is functionally the 25th anniversary museum guidebook translated to English. Along with various, you know, updated advertising pages and stuff, and we talked about some of that earlier. Um, from what I from what I saw in photos, stuff, lots of foot track traffic over the weekend. I think they were like, yeah, definitely. From what I can tell, they were not expecting the what. It they sounds got. like it did really well, yeah. Yes. And a lot of people like trying to go back the second or third days to get more photos and stuff. Also, um, they had product displays. I, the product displays are set up really nice. Kenji Wadnabe was getting photos of the uh, the V pets that he designed. 
I love that they put the Dynaction um, Omegamon behind some NX Edge and Fig Arts. It shows the scale really well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, that figure is just cartoonishly large. Um, and then the neat one was because I, I forgot this when talking about it a few weeks ago, where it was like mock-ups of the outfits. No, they have the outfits from the shorts for Seekers. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So they, right. So, yeah, so right. for some reason, like, we, I, components. I think, yeah, I think we all blanked on that when I said that, like, two or three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and then they also had, like, a display showing the viral ways you can buy, and the ones for the show, with the one for the clips, which I need to see closer up of those. I don't think those are actually vital bracelet bands. The other three. Because people are like, oh, they're going to make the other three close. If you look, the material looks completely different from the blue one. Yeah, it does. I think those are mock... Like, I wouldn't be shocked if they do them later, but those are not like product mock-ups. Those are like actual filming props. And they have like the accelerator prop, which is neat. The V-Pet original prop, which is neat. For some reason, they're calling them Digimon Docs. I guess because Digimon Doc in them. I, I don't recall oh. if that was ever clarified. Before. Like, did they ever call them Digimon Docs in the Seeker stuff we saw already? I don't think I so. I hadn't heard that before. I assume that they're like Digimon Doc in them, like store themselves or whatever. But yeah, I, look, getting those three colors of the Linker bracelet would not shock me at all. Those are not product mock-ups from what I can tell in photos. In fact, I think some parts are 3D printed. Especially on the white one where you can you can see like various kibble. So I would hope they do them for people who want them. Gee, I wonder which one's for Pulsemon. Do you think it's white, <laughs> black, or vomit, neon, Nike, yellow, green? <laughs> again, mm. again. Also, I will say this though. Um, I didn't consider this before. This is good for one reason. They might actually do an updated um, Pulse City, Pulsemon. For people who want, like, Pulsemon, but to have the updated BE stuff. Oh, yeah. Because if he's yeah. the partner there, they have to do shit with him, right? Yes. Yes. The- theoretically. So. The- theoretically. And then we have art. So first up, Naoki Akimini. Also, yeah, I also wanted to mention that um, oh, you, I think you retweeted this, that Zeno Robinson also stopped by. Yes. That was cool. Zeno Robinson stopped by. He took a great photo. And then later, he tweeted again. It was like, oh, yeah, I had a great like Bandai doing like the full marketing press like guys you might want to wait to do the marketing press until like you announce where the show's going to be because like there there were later tweets from like you know he got to play the game he's like it's Mm. so nostalgic for me because I love Digimon World 3 it's like those aren't not anything alike minus the name so yeah Yeah. It, it, it was very much and he did a very good marketing tweet except the problem that we don't know where the show's coming out Market, you should 100% market with Zeno Robinson. He's really great yeah, at being personal. Definitely. But do it after, like, when there's actual Just, marketing, not like yeah. at some point you will see Zeno Robinson as time. When you have hope. something to promote. Yes. It's, not that they it's not, not that they didn't wait to jump the gun at last year's Digimon Con when they had Zeno and. No, ben. But, but that made sense. They had him there for the announcement. Here, yeah. here, they brought him down as a VIP, they made sure they did the marketing stuff. He even mentioned that he had, like, a tour guide for the thing, mm-hmm. which would have been someone from Bandai. Do the full court press marketing when we know when the do- we're going to be able to hear the guy. Yeah, yeah. It, he is the perfect person to do it because he's super personable and everyone likes him. But 
you need to do it when we can. You're actually doing the marketing because it was sort of like Zeno Robinson will be Ty someday, and he's standing next to an image of Ty. In what if he literally just like snuck into the event? So like last minute, we're like, okay, um, we'll give you a tour. So this is actually that's actually relevant. He 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 did not, but um, while I was taking a break, you know, I'm going through Twitter, and I'm like, oh. Uh, big classic anime film is taking is having its 50th anniversary, so they're doing an art exhibition because the uh, Belladonna of Sadness, a big well-known anime film, everything was like hand-painted, like watercolors and everything. And I'm like, oh, Takedo went to the event on the last day. I'm like, why is he posting photos from inside of it? It's a private. Me- it's like it's like a private museum event of things that were hand painted fifty years ago. You can see them behind protective glass, and he's taking photos. <laughs> now here's the here's the thing. It's here's it's, the th- it's been a minute. He needs to keep up his reputation. Here's the thing. It might be, here's the thing. It might be allowed. It might be that. Uh, what I don't remember what the glass is. The one that you know protects from photos. But I just saw it and I went, wow. UV coated glass. I, yeah, I just went, wow. It's been a while since we've been able to actually like have. Like, see him in a place that normally you wouldn't do photos, and he's doing photos. Just, wow. Yeah. And then... Being yeah, so, uh, new art from Naoki Akimini, who did the Atmon manga. He did a Thai version of this last year. Uh, he did a draft of image he's calling Melody of Friendship. I really like it. It's neat. Oh, you get the- yeah. It looks badass. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the colors. He does colors really well. And then... This one's interesting because we technically do not know what it's an image of. Kenshi Watanabe posted an image of what most people took as Bodamon crying, even though it doesn't say. And the two tweets do not clarify what it is, because the first tweet with the art, he said, it was the starting point for character creation. Basically saying it's what inspired him to be a character, you know, someone who designed characters. And the second mm-hmm. one was Leiji Matsumoto, May You Rest in Peace. The reason that's interesting is, is if you look at the art, most Digimon fans would say, well, that's clearly Bodamon. Yeah. Except once you read the second part, if you look up the conductor from Galaxy Express 999. Oh, that's right. And yeah, con- it's just. Uh, if you look up the conductor. That's just it, his face. Yes. It's like yeah, that, that, could li- right. that could be the conductor, a zoom in of his face crying. And it's like, damn. We found out the secret origin of Kenji Watanabe and maybe where he got the idea for the design of Bodamon. Because we don't actually know what this is an image of. I'm just going to headcanon that the conductor is a Bodamon in a big coat. That could be true. It's a stack of them. Yeah. But yeah, it's one of those things where like I saw it and like, at first I'm like, okay, he, that's a weird nondescript tweet. And the second one, I'm like, oh, shit. It's like he just like that said a lot. I, I mean, I look at the, I, I, I see the, I mean, I see Bodamon obviously, but yeah. I do also see like that does yeah. seem Matsumoto-ish yeah. somehow, and yeah, the conductor, that's where I saw yeah. it from. And then uh, after the episode aired, Oitada posted an image of a Terrymon plush with a simple message. Um, one sec, I wanted, I want to do the Japanese phrasing of it because it does not come across right. Just going ha, oofufu, were you surprised? <laughs> was she posted a tweet of a Terramon plush and it just was the oofufufu were you surprised <laughs> because it actually is legitimately a surprise to hear her in an anime and especially because yeah. like 
they kind of told us Terrymon would be showing up, and we yeah. joked we wanted her, but I had no expectation she actually would. Right. I was just hoping. Right. So yeah, so that was really a treat, and her having some fun with it. And that is a big fucking head Terrymon plush. I think that's the, the cushion one from a couple years ago. There are so many Terriermon plushes yeah. I can't keep track anymore. And then, uh, Nat- and then Natatex was the animation supervisor for a good chunk of the episode, and she posted some art of Terriermon. Some I really- love it so Terriermon. much. And also Hokto, but we don't care about Hokto. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. More Terriermon. I, I, I will say the 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 batch of Terriermon images to the side is so cute and hilarious. His coat is too big for his arms. Yes. Although, I'm somewhat sad, he's almost too competent for the five minutes we got him, compared to the Terrymon Joshua who we've generally seen and stuff. I mean, compared to Hokuto, anyone's gonna look good. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. yeah I, I'm really pleased with that art. And then we got profile art of Terrymon Joshua, Rafflesimon, and Kokabu Terrymon for the episode. And then, for the surprise. Are you guys ready for this? Uh-huh. So... You know, every time there's a cafe or a kitchen car, we point out how the drinks kind of look horrible. Yeah. Is this going to be like an open your door situation? <laughs> yeah. No, it's better. It's like, so knock, knock, knock. We have delivery for so, you. Uh, so I'm flipping. Th- so I was flipping through stuff last night. I'm like, oh, there, there's a, they're doing a big Gundam event in between seasons for The Witch from Mercury. I'm like, oh, okay. the kitchen car is there and it's been branded as Gundam. And I'm like, what horrible looking drinks will it have? And I look, and I'm switching the cards here and sending the art to you guys. I'm like, why does Gundam get normal, logical drinks? Oh, no. Come on. Don't do this to us. Gundam gets normal stuff that makes sense. Did anyone tell them we've got Char in the cast now? Yeah. So, so the let, I wanted to go over these quickly because this makes no sense compared to what we've seen. So... The three hot drinks, quote-unquote, the first one's tomato soup, because I guess there was a tomato joke in the show, coffee, and then, quote-unquote, hot lemonade, which seems weird until you remember people put lemon in hot water all the time. And sure. then and then when lemon I saw the... Tea, then yeah. when I, then when I saw also the, winter, so... Yeah. Then when I saw the cold drinks, I actually got upset. Because while they're not my flavor of drinks, when I saw the what they actually were, I went, why doesn't Digimon get this? So each one is soda water with a syrup, Strawberry, one they just call blue for some reason. Green apple and peach. Strawberry. And then they put chunks of raspberry, blueberry, kiwi, and peaches, and they give you a boba straw to suck it up. Why does Gundam get normal drinks and we get like the stuff that? So like something actually edible. Yeah. So like like here's the thing. They get the weird sesame seeds and yeah. Can you hear me? Grant syrup and all that. Yeah, like like we get all like like here's the thing. Like yes, their green drink is a green apple syrup with kiwis and it makes sense our green drink do you remember that fake green foam they put plants in at places that's what our green drink normally looks like like it looks like that weird cream where it's that weird like dead green cream (laughs) color it looks like oasis foam yeah 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 so it's very odd kale shakes yeah so Uh. it's very odd and now youtube says there's an error it says it's streaming. It I, says it's not streaming well. Yeah. Thanks for ruining our day. Yeah. So we will see how that fixes itself, hopefully, because it's recording anyways. Speed run the but, last but, bit of it. Yeah. It, it's terrifying. Well, that's the thing. Everything's fine for mine. In fact, I have a green thing on my thing. 
it only shows it on YouTube streaming itself, which means it's probably on YouTube side, so we'll just keep going. I'm very upset that Gundam gets real drinks, though. And we get, like, we're going to throw sesame seeds in a cup, and here and here is a cup of tea. We've thrown a strawberry in it. And now we will do questions. In the chat, if you can hear us, questions. AR, why don't you go ahead and poke them just in case they can't hear. And now it says no data on YouTube, even though I have all the green panel. Uh, yeah, I just... Yeah, I don't know. YouTube is throwing up errors. The actual panel in the program says everything's perfect. So, yeah, I will go to questions, and we will hope YouTube is still streaming, if it is not. Uh, someone sent in one anonymously. Uh, it said, a fair number of Digimon who had prominent roles in previous seasons came back in recent ones. What is everyone's favorite case of how Digimon was handled in an encore appearance? They added a couple notes. The first one they said was their favorite was the Lusamon villain arc in Cross Wars. They also mentioned Dagobon being set up for a prominent role in O2. That is not a thing that actually happened. It was always going to be a one-off. So I guess for us, what do you guys think are the big special ones? Uh, I kind of want to give the troll answer. Yeah, go ahead, give the troll answer. I kind of want to give the troll answer Millennium on and Ghost Game. Just <laughs> <sighs> That is the good one. Honestly, the only thing that comes to mind is Labramon in Ghost Game. Just bring the lemon. Uh, I'm trying to think. I really feel... I think... Oh, see, it, it's going to be a cheat. Are you ready? Isn't the best one really Agumon appearing in Atmon? Isn't that really the best one? Are you guys still there? I still haven't watched I, all that one. I guess. Yeah, I, I know that. I don't think that's what they intended, but like, you're on a big mm. delay right now. Yeah, something is flipping out. It perhaps may be. That is what it is. Yeah, let, let's just go ahead and finish and hope that things work. Uh, yeah. So I'm go. I'm going with Akuman as the cheat answer. Someone. Wa okay. Someone wants to know. What Digimon game would you like to be adapted into an anime? Cyber Sleuth. That's I think that'd one. be fun. That's a good one. I think my internet is uh, going out, so <laughs> we will see. I don't know. I actually, I kind of really want Digimon World too, just because I really like oh, that's the a, that's rival not a bad one. and everything. That's not a bad one. That and the Blood Knights and everything. Uh, since they're doing it with Digimon Seekers, do you think there's a possibility of getting actual Digimon light novels? I'm going to assume they mean on an ongoing basis since we do get, Let's... like... Yeah. I mean, because we do get them intermittently with movies and stuff. Like, light novel adaptions yeah. of the anime yeah. with a couple of random details. I think for an actual night lo light yeah. novel series, I, you need I a concept. I think it's going to be... Like, do they have something they want to... Yeah, they need something to sell too. Yeah, they need that is I think Digimon's not far enough away from that toyetic concept that they don't they need something to promote alongside it. So that's kind of what we're getting at with Seekers. Yeah. Um Yeah, so we'll see. Not right now. I think it's possible in the future though. We're just not at that point yet. Well, let's see how see let's see how the how many people yeah. really get to the Seekers light novels. Uh what Digimon villain would you like to see shown as, like, a nice Digimon in an anime, out of villains? The correct answer is Edamon. God, the ones that are villains, I kind of want them to stay villains, because they're such glorious assholes. See, I think it depends. Ar oh, I uh, the, the, the answer is Arbormon. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, 
Oh, and good. Now, now the program says it's good, and YouTube says it's perfect, and YouTube also says we're not streaming, although I can see we're streaming. So, hooray. I think whatever it is worked itself out, and everything's fine. You're going to have a fun time seeing what uh, comes out of this when you look at the edit. No, because I edit off a local recording, so I don't need to deal with this at all if I don't want to. I can just go, oh, that's the live stream. Can't do anything about it. Oh, well. Well, when you were on a five-second delay, it might be interesting. Oh, no, but the local recording, I can only do so much with. Uh, let's okay, see. I hope so. Let's what kind of Digimon based on drinks would we like to see? Uh, I'm trying to decide if they mean, like, Digimon-themed drinks or if we want to see Digimon based on drinks. Like, like I'd love to see, like, a soda can, like an evil soda can with eyes. Like, uh, what's the pencil one? I forget the name. A Kakimon. Yeah, just do a, just do like a, a, just call it like, just do a fake Coca-Cola can with eyes and shit. It's Pokarimon. Oh, that's terrible. That's tapioca. That sounds like a good Digimon name anyway. Just have a can of Pokari sweat that's, that's just called Pokarimon. That, that's terrible. That's also the one they should do, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I want to know, what do we think are the best foods and drinks to have on a very cold day? I, I'm a big hot chocolate guy. Yeah, I, I like... I don't, drink, I, don't, I don't drink coffee, so... So I, 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 I like hot tea, coffee, and cocoa. Ha- happily take any, especially if there's like marsh- little marshmallows to put in the cocoa. I'm not always a big marshmallow guy. I'm okay with marshmallows, but I, I generally prefer without. I think... But flavored, flavored hot chocolate, absolutely. Though. See, I've, I've, butterscotch I, hot chocolate. I've, mm. I've never been a huge flavored hot chocolate person. Give me all the beef stew, but as for drinks, um, probably just like milk tea with honey, just because anything too hot, my teeth hate it. Yeah, uh, the best hot foods are the best hot foods are also drinks. So yeah, beef stew, chicken soup, that sort of thing. Yeah, for, for me, uh, soup would be like. Jeez, I'll even say I'd like a good instant ramen or even just some plain tomatoes. Like the most plain tomato soup generally will make me happy on a cold day. Uh, let's see. Let's say last call for questions from the chat. Someone, oh, I think we've answered this before, but we can do it quickly. What's the worst and best Digimon game in your opinion? Well, I don't like to say worst because I've only played like four of them. Digimon World X. Like, if you're asking me what the worst game I've played, it's, like, Lynx. The, wor- the worst Digimon game for me, and I've said it before, it's the Data Squad game, which they sent me a review copy of, and copies to give away, and when I sent the review to the PR person, you know, because, like, courtesy, mm-hmm. it was yeah. it was a very negative review. I only got back a few words. That sounds about right, was, oh, the, res- was, was wow. the response I got from the PR person. I- I saw that at a used game store once I resisted the temptation. Oh, it is. Like, here's the thing. When I say I don't like savers, I explain why I don't like it. And at this point, you guys understand why. So I don't explain it because it's not worth it. The game is actually just a miserable fucking game. Like, Which is wh- sad to me because I, like, I've been, for reasons you'll see later, I've been doing research on a lot of the older Digimon games and some of the plot elements of like, oh, savers are doing, the savers characters are doing more stuff but yeah the gameplay is crap oh, it's yeah. crap yeah it is yeah. it is a like it's just like i'm interested in the story but this is fucking horrible to deal yeah, with like, like i want like i do not like savers i understand why some people like it even if i disagree the savers game is just fucking miserable yeah 
Like one of the things they advertised it on was, I believe it was the galactic evolution system. It was the unique evolution system of the game that allowed you to use the stars to evolve into many Digimon. Do you know what the galactic evolution system was? You had to do guidelines to evolve, and then you would move a cursor over a star and get a Digimon name, and you'd click it. And then you'd see the path light up, and then it would evolve to that Digimon. So it's literally every Digimon game ever, except they gave it a star theme, and they decided that was like a marketing point. Hmm. Yeah, I was not, not impressed. No, it was not. I, like, here's the thing. You got to hear the voices early. Some of the cast is different because they had cast the anime differently, but they had to record the game so far ahead for the for the English dub. People weren't available when the actual show recorded, so they had to change. Like, Gaumon is a different actor. Yeah. 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 So uh, Anyway, best game. I'm, I'm going to stick with Survive, actually. Best game. God, it, it's weird because I'm not a huge fan of Digimon games in general. Like the best game, that's a, you don't need that caveat. Most Digimon, Digimon games in general aren't very good. Well, it's worth saying because yeah. it's worth saying because nowadays a lot of Digimon fans have got into head the like even that even okay Digimon games are like somehow genre defining. No, when they're, they're decent games. They're just fun but, games to play. Yeah, like like. Like, generally, if I were to recommend a Digimon game go, this is an okay game to play, it'd be Survivor, one of the Cyber Sleuths. I don't think they're great. I think they're fine. I, I think th- I enjoyed Digimon Story. I know what I I know what I had the most fun playing, though, and it's been many years since it. It would have been playing uh, Battle Spirit 1.5. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. Oh, it was very no, fun. No, I changed my answer. I changed my answer. It's going to be uh, Battle Server or what was the original Digimon Online where I was just oh, shooting yeah. all of my friends. Mm. Yeah, that, yeah that, okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, uh, let's see, moving on from games. Uh, okay, here's one. I've seen some complaints about why would stuff be announced at Digimon Fan Meetup, not Digimon Con, which is a few weeks ago. And I was wondering what your take on it was. The simple answer is Digimon Con is not meant to be a once a year announce fucking everything and then. Digimon Con yes, is a I've... Digimon Con is a multi-hour marketing event, and the thing they were marketing, they, they always do multiple stuff. But the main thing was not supposed to be, hey, kids and the guy, people in the U.S., you're gonna have a new dub soon. It was, hey, yeah. we're gonna have a web novel series, and you can buy toys. It's marketing yeah. Digimon in general, and let's if you're breaking it down as far as you know, we got an out the two main things they were, we got a quote-unquote news on was the dub and a potential year for the O2 movie. Yeah. The two reasons I would see neither of those being a Digimon con, the dub being that's a Western exclusive thing. To, like, be, fair, ultimately, they, to be fair, they announced it there last year, though. They did, but that was the announce that it exists. Yes. When it comes out, no yeah. one no one outside of the U.S. really yeah. cares out, yeah. really cares about that yeah. that much. And as far as the Zero Two movie... If you're going to announce... That destroys anything else they try to talk about. That, and also, you can't just announce it's coming out in 2023. Even if they intend to, you're going to want to yeah. have some additional content with yes. that. Another That's another segment you have to include in Digimon yes. Con. And they didn't want to do that. They wanted to keep it to the four hours. Yes, a- yes absolutely. That, that is the main thing. You are never going to get everything at once, because one, they have a year of content to fill. Like... The main thing that you're supposed to take away from Digimon Con is, is here's a bunch of neat stuff happening. You get to hear the actors talk as bait to show up. You get music as bait to show up. 
buy Seeker shit. Here's some upcoming products. There'll be plenty more to talk about in the future. The future yeah, they here, want the fe- they want the number one thing to, that people are yeah. talking about coming out of Digimon Con would be Seekers. Yeah. And here's the thing. That was a four-hour marketing event to talk about Seekers. Here, we have a three-day event where you have Kenji Watanabe flying to the U.S. to sign stuff, to take photos with fans. They're doing the card game championship at the same location. They have a big museum exhibition of stuff, including Seekers. And in the guidebook, they revealed the anime is coming soon for the dub. And the the movie I'm coin flipping on, if anything was intended by that. I I doubt that most people... I doubt most people attending the fan event left with the main takeaway being, oh, the dub is coming out no, soon. No, I know. The but main I'm... takeaway is, I met Kenji Watanabe. No, absolutely. But here's the something thing. something like that. But here's the thing. They go to an event, and they are disseminating information from the guide, is the point. Well, yeah, I mean, that stuff is going to come out. No, but, but that's right. For those I mean. who actually attended the event, there's far more... No. Of an, they got far more of an experience No, but what I'm saying is, is, even with some of the oddities that popped up, positive experience it's even if it's a marketing event it's not framed as such so everyone comes away super happy the most negative things that happened there was because of the weather and the lines they had to rejigger the the autograph stuff a few times because they clearly were not expecting yeah like kenji wadnabe should never should not do the neil gaiman thing that he used to do do you know how neil gaiman used to handle autographs Uh oh what he would plant at the table Anyone who showed up would get an autograph. When he was mm. not able to give autographs mm. anymore, they would he, they would he would have them tape the pen or pencil to his hand, and he would mm. continue to do it. Don't love that. <laughs> yeah. So what happened a few times with the Kenji Watanabe stuff is people would line up so early that they would close the line before the given time because it was so long that they. This is this is common. Yes. Con, this is a common convention logistics problem. Yes. And it's yeah. not it's not unusual for, no. for an event like this. It's yeah. not it's honestly it's not even worth going into. No, it, it's not. Yeah. I'm just saying that like that's the most negative thing I saw coming out of here was some people being upset that they would change times or anything. It, yeah. And it, it the rules for the line, as I saw, were actually rather the rules for the autograph was actually rather positive. Did did you see what people were saying where the where the rules were? No. Uh you get an autograph from Kenji Watanabe on if you have merchandise, if you have the guidebook, if you just have a piece of paper, he was signing shirts. And mm-hmm. as a second thing, you can either have a photo taken with him or you can get a second autograph on something. That's that's pretty common for free autograph yeah. sessions. Yeah, but I'm saying they seem to be There's, doing it efficiently. Most people yeah. seem to be happy. It, it, was, it seemed to be done. Conventions nowadays do it one of two ways. They either book the free session where everyone gets an one autograph and one photo. Or it's you go to the table and they they whenever the guest is there they will charge whatever they charge for yeah. it. Yeah, and that that was the other thing is they made sure everyone knew the whole museum and autograph setup was free. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, as far as far as I saw, the most confusing thing was, and I tried to deal with this both on Twitter and in the Discord when people popped in confused. You need um you need to see where you're going at the LA Convention Center before you go. The LA Convention Center is very confusingly designed. I was linking people on Twitter to a literal map that they put on Digimon Web. It was a map of the center, and they circled the thing in red where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was good. Uh, no. 
Okay, let Joe. Joe has a good question. If lead characters will have new voice actors in Adventure Twenty Twenty, which VAs would you like to return for side roles for returning Digimon? So, I... not, so, so not like cameos for random like actors returning for cameos. We're talking about people playing the same roles. I think the obvious one is Epcar as Edamon. Oh, I was going to say Paul St. Peter, but yeah, Epcar is a good choice too. I I still want Paul St. Peter. Oh, so do I. Like See, that's just. God, See, that's just so. Yeah. It sound weird hearing him as anyone else, but Epcar is, as as Edamon is a good choice too. Yeah. Yep. I would like to see some of the older cast just get like one shot cameos just to sprinkle them. So, in. Some I, I, in my head, I keep thinking two or three people are going to be that fucking bird, <laughs> and we should have Mona Marshall as Lopmon. Yes. Yes. I don't even remember. I don't, I don't even think Mona Marshall was Lotmon, frankly, but I'm saying Mona Marshall no, was Lotmon. No, it was, in Tamers, it was Michelle Ruff. I don't know that's, who it was in other shows, but... Yeah, that's what I thought, but I wanted... I demand Mona Marshall somewhere. Yeah. That is not an option. But that's what, yeah, that's what I mean. Just have some of the older yeah. cast just yeah. pop in. Okay. Uh, we're going to skip the PC question, because I feel like we answered that last week. Or some variation of that. We we brought it up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Last one in chat is: What Digimon that never appeared in the anime would you like to see in the anime next? God, I can't. Th- There's so many that. Any of the X antibody Digimon. There's only one oh. option. There's only one correct answer. Bun. Okay. There's two correct answers. Bun <laughs> is the second correct answer. <laughs> the correct answer is Akuman Hakase. Bun Hakase. Yeah, actually, Matias oh is correct. Vijamon hasn't shown up ever in the anime, has he? That's right. No, he hasn't. See, here's the problem. No, but... here's the problem. I don't want Vijamon in the anime because it's not what we want. Is fat we puppy want Zeromaru. Yeah. Not not necessarily Zeromaru himself, but we want fat puppy goofy Vijamon, and I expect action Vijamon if we got one. Yeah, I want some goofy, dumb walking in and being like. I, yeah. well, I, I would no thoughts head empty. Yeah, I, yeah. The problem is, yeah. if we got Vidramon, it'll be like the action pose one. I want it to be not Zero Maru himself. I want it to be Zero Maru ish. I, I, I don't want like the muscular one with wings when it evolves to Arrow Vidramon. I want it to be the goofy SD one, like dancing. Actually, you know, another answer I would like to see Pulsemon. I, he'd be fun. Yeah, we've gotten some of his lower levels so far. We haven't gotten him. Yeah, we haven't gotten proper pulse. I think we got, so. uh, was it Beery Berrymon? Which is the white one with the green forehead thing? Yeah, yeah. We've seen him. But yeah, I feel like Pulsemon's one of those ones they're purposely saving for someday. Yeah, they, I mean, that makes sense. I don't know what they'd be saving him for, because not going to be an anime in a month. Yeah. Okay, okay, last Maybe I'll throw him into the movie. I don't know. Yeah. Last question, which is one of Someone said, with the lack of an anime on TV, what sort of toys and things do you hope we get to see over the next year or two with Digimon doing well but not having a show? I just want to see stuff, even if I don't like it. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Anything I don't like or buy, someone else will. Give me a damn mobile game already. Yeah, that one's weird. I, I didn't hear what you said, Dev. I heard figure. Lilithmon figure. Lilithmon figure. See, that's a th- see with them doing fig arts again. They could do some like they because they made they made a uh, a 
a girl body Digimon type for Angelmon, you could you could reverse engineer that into a number of them. You could get an Afanimon reverse engineering that, give her a face and you have Lothmon. There's a lot of Play potential for figure arts at this point. Now that I think the only two that have been new molds, if I'm right, are Dukemon and Angelmon. Does that sound right? Uh, hard to say. I think those are the only new molds we've gotten. I think the others have been repaints. I think. But yeah, there is some potential. You know, I I'd like to see a nice little Shoutmon or Gumtramon figure, honestly. Wait, looking up series. In fact, you know what I would like to see a good quality action figure of? And you'll see it in your head the instant I say it. It's just like a $15, $20 Gatchmon. Mm, yeah. Just like a nice little SD guy with detail and moves around mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. Give him a little Gatchmanoka to hold. Just an SD series would be fun. Yeah. Of like the like a child levels. Yeah. Actually, we're desperate. We're very close to that with the lookup figures at this point. I mean, they don't have yeah, any. Yeah. They, they got rid of all the articulation on the newest ones, but that's pretty close. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Okay, and as we wrap up, AR, I believe you have something to talk about, sir. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's almost March, and with March comes arbitrary uh, poll brackets. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. When you say arbitrary, I need you to pretend like you're making air quotes. Oh, yeah. Air quotes. Yes. This is all just fun and pointless, but people really love these things. So yeah, we're doing a, I'm doing on my Twitter, a 64 entry top tamer bracket for both video games and manga and anime. So there's 64 anime characters and, or 68 anime characters and 64 video game manga characters. So two different uh, tournaments going on. The uh, anime one started yesterday with uh, four starter matches, just so I make sure the polls actually work on Tumblr, because that's a new feature. And uh, I'll start the video game one on Thursday. So there's some fun matches. Check out my page with uh, all the brackets and the breakdowns. I've been, Pretty tr- much... I've been trying to retweet those as I've seen them. Yeah, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Already I refuse to update my Tumblr app, so it just tells me that this doesn't exist. Yeah, you have to update the... Uh... Oh, you don't even get to vote in polls in the... Nope, if it you won't let you even see them. Oh, Mark. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you can at least look at the uh, the poll with the brackets and appreciate it from afar. Because all the matches are, like, intra-season at start, so it's all going to be all... It's going to be all the adventure kids going at each other before they're unleashed on everybody else and will inevitably dominate. Maybe fight. Yeah, so, yeah. like, the yeah. first four is, like, there's two Savers matchups. Yeah, so keep an eye on AR social media. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We'll, uh, I'll give updates as, uh, we go on. Uh, we'll probably yeah. be close to the six Sweet 16 next time we, uh, See, what you need. See, what you need to do is you need to give me the images ahead of time, and we'll put them on a title card. Oh, there we go. Because I did make images, I did make images on the top. I, I did. So. I saw it. I didn't think about it until just this moment ago. Oh, I could have taken the image if we had discussed it ahead of time and thro- made sure it was thrown on a title card. What one of the problems is since the most of the anime ones don't start until next week, I haven't actually made all of the anime. I only made the anime for the, the four that we're going on okay. now. That makes. I sense. did make all the video game manga ones though. It is really hard to find a good one for Junior. <laughs> He does not have good art. <laughs> and then, Dev, what Wikimon article would you like people to read? No, my mom, because that is what I feel like. 
Yep, that's that's what I am inside and out. Just so a you're, pile of green trash. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And then, so we can go, so before we go, we will detail the schedule of what is happening so everyone understands. Next week, this weekend, the fourth slash fifth, the show is on hiatus. There is no ghost game. We are not going to do a show. Period. The only way we're doing any sort of show is it'd be a day late because AR is out of town on Monday, anyways. I believe. Nope. Is uh, the, no, I'm out of town. I'm out of town Saturday and Sunday, but I'll be I'll okay. be here on yeah. Monday. The, the only way we would not do a, doing a podcast. The only way we would do a show on Monday is if like Thursday they announce we're getting an OVA or some something so stupid, something so stupidly big that we go, we have to discuss this immediately. It's not going and, to happen. Yeah, but that's my point. We're not doing yeah. a show on the sixth. The weekend of the eleventh slash twelfth is also a hiatus for Ghost Game. I expect we will do a show that Monday, the 13th, just to burn through everything before the show comes back. But if we get very little, we might not. But also, I didn't expect to get enough this week to talk about it. And holy shit, it's been going on for a while. So so we will see. I expect we will be here the 13th or that Sunday or Monday based on all of our schedules. And then the weekend of the 18th, 19th, Ghost Game returns for the first of its two episodes and we will be normal for that and then after those episodes we will figure out what the hell the show becomes at that point because we don't know nor have we discussed it because we can't discuss until we know what's up might be playing it by ear depending on what kind of content we seekers exactly so we hopefully the youtube recording is all complete there because i don't use that to build the audio version of the show so if you're listening to the audio version of the show at most we might see there might be some delays when AR and Dev respond or when I do, but I also use a time clipper to burn off a lot of that anyway. So we will see. <laughs> so thank you everyone for showing up. We will catch you guys next time. Bye. 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 Bye.